1: On today's episode of Love Turns and Loud Noises, we bring our F1 correspondent, Jordan Pont, back to the podcast. We talk all about the second half of the Formula One season, uh, the rich energy scandal that's going on, which now they are sponsoring the podcast, wink, wink. And, of course, we talk about Lewis Hamilton's absolute domination and what that means for the rest of the Formula One season. We also go ahead and talk about the weekend at New Hampshire. We go ahead and preview Pocono for the week. And me and Kevin decide to pretend that we're commentators announcing the end of stage one when our golden boy Brandon Jones won. Um, make sure to follow us on Twitter at LTLN Podcasts. Same with Instagram. You can download the podcast on iTunes or SoundCloud. You're probably listening to it on one of them. And, uh, just a little bit of, uh, some insider knowledge. We will be on iHeartRadio very, very soon. So keep a lookout on that if you listen to podcasts there too. I uh, just want to thank everyone who's been uh, listening to the show, we appreciate our listeners so much, we love you guys, we mean it every time we play an episode, so thank you guys for sticking around and uh, following the show, we appreciate it, and uh, without further ado, Enjoy! <laughs> Everyone, welcome to another episode of Left Turns and Loud Noises, episode twenty six. Today is June twenty third, twenty nineteen. I am your host, Anthony Dietrich. I'm joined, as always, by my partner in crime, Kevin Costello. What up? Hello, everyone. What's <laughs> up? Alex could not be here. He is busy trying to jumpstart his career as a driver in IMSA. You know, you know. Actually, maybe people would actually believe that I said that since he actually has a racing background. so alex cannot be here he is once again busy uh saving the world so we will do another episode without him i promise you guys it's not like the nolan situation he is gonna come back he is just super busy and even with nolan nolan will eventually come back he just went to the store to get cigarettes so (laughs) just like my dad 18 years ago (laughs) um but yes (laughs) speaking about imza by the way if you were listening to last week's episode and you didn't listen all the way to the end when I threw in some outtakes. Um, I was technically correct and technically wrong about. Yeah, Grant we were both. So depends on how you look
0: at it. We were both right and we were both wrong.
1: So yes, Grant Enfinger and Ben Rhodes did drive in an IMSA series, but it was not like the prototype series. It was the lower IMSA series, which I found out by the way. IMSA has like twenty different like uh classic Classifications for cars, which is basically it's just real life Forza, which is awesome. Um, <laughs> that's so true. I mean, yeah, Grant Enfinger and Ben Rhodes were just getting some uh track time at uh most sport or what was it? Canadian Tire. Is it most sport? I think that's the old name. No, wait, is most sport? It's Bowmanville, uh, whatever. Yeah. It's Alex no, Bowmanville. Yeah, no, it is most sport. You're good. Um, they just needed some extra track time, and I don't blame them considering Ben Rhodes and Grant Enfinger could use a win right now after uh what's been going on and yeah especially roads but even Endfinger could use one because i mean Mm -hmm. you never know how many more winners we could get before the season ends i mean tyler ankrum had no business winning and now he's in the chase Mm -hmm. (laughs) well not no business winning but i mean you know he wasn't like a, a favorite to win races is what i'm saying all right before i get ahead of myself and start just spazzing all over this mic um let's start with the weekend at new hampshire once again i think that my technique of saying a race is gonna suck actually is making the races better and i if anyone is curious i just will accept thank yous into my dms um i am on nays underscore anthony on twitter i appreciate <laughs> that if you can send that to me it'll make boost my ego largely <laughs> but yeah no yeah. that was a great finish in new hampshire even without my, a green wide checker
0: even the whole race like there was a lot of strategy going on, and mm-hmm. I never really felt like I knew who was going to win. Like there was a point in that first half where I was like, "Oh, this is Kyle Bush's race to win," and then oh yeah, no, I happened. That. And I'm like, "Oh, maybe not," and then he got into some stuff, and it was always changing. And which is what I went out of a race. because I like unpredictability, not to the point where it's like, "Oh my god, like anybody can win," but like, yeah, like, "Oh my god," I mean, if Chastain there's like a group of, I don't know, five five drivers who realistically realistically have a shot yeah. to win a race and it just comes down to strategy and execution that's that's the type of race that i love to see and that's what we got
1: yeah no it was definitely uh definitely a lot of fun to see that um and this is like the fourth first time winner this year in a row so we're getting into some <laughs> some interesting summer series races going on here
0: it's NBC, uh, man. I'm telling
1: you. yeah no uh, sh- <laughs> and again shouts out nbc i i really uh cannot believe that i ever doubted them because They were showing uh, mid-pack battles a lot during that race when nothing was going on in the top five, and I got to give them credit because, I mean, Fox, I don't think – I mean, I feel like Fox would get some of those battles, but they were really focused at midway through the race on those um, mid-pack battles, and I have to appreciate what they're doing over there because, I mean, the racing – throughout was very interesting it seemed like the high side with the pj1 was just super dominant and only certain drivers really knew how to drive it down in the corner like kyle bush and i know we you just said it like he hit the wall kyle bush was driving the absolute wheels off that thing again Mm -hmm. this has to be the fifth race i think kyle bush has overdriven his car into the wall this season that i can just remember off the top of my head and he's won two of them i feel like
0: he won i know he did that at texas i'm pretty sure he did that at bristol that's right, he did do that at Bristol, yeah. Yeah, which I think gave him an advantage. But. <laughs> <laughs> now, he... uh not that's really he, but everyone who was trying to make a pass, it was kind of fun to see, because they put the PJ1 on the top groove, and then the bottom, mm-hmm. I think as well, or maybe the bottom's just the preferred groove. So the way to make a pass was get a big run off of one of the turns, pull a slide job mm-hmm. going into the turns, drift up to the top, and then once you're at the top, you have position.
1: And then you, you have so position, but you gotta hold it. And now, yeah, was, so it's like, like, it's like
0: a lap just to complete a pass. And that's not including the amount of setup time and whatnot. But that,
1: yeah, racing. And also, I mean, it got the third place car into it because, like, they were like, there were multiple times throughout the race where, like, two cars would be side by side, three out of uh, turn four. And then the third guy behind them is just like, all right, I'm gonna get a nasty run. Basically, what we saw at the end of stage one from the Xfinity race, we saw that a couple times. During the cup race, it felt like, and it was it was really, really for New Hampshire standards. That was exciting. So
0: yeah, I was. I mean, New Hampshire the last two years, man, it's put put on some good races. Two two very different races. Mm-hmm. Both won by Kevin Harvick. Uh, this is Kevin Harvick's first win comparison to the last year, where it was six. Yeah, the one week I don't pick him right. <laughs> but finally, finally, we can't say we drink Stuart Haas anymore because I want to say one of us picked a Stewart house driver and one of
1: our picks oh i can't i couldn't tell you i don't have my paper from last week but i feel nonetheless, like we are i picked logano pick i know now. that my dark horse though i know where I, I just want to kind of jump right into it because i want to yeah, make sure i get it. into it quicker than nbc got in their interview with him but matt de benedetto with a solid top five running pretty much top 10 most of the day he was passing cars in the at that last restart too he got by martin Truex, Jr. He got. he held off Gibilano, which is very difficult to do I mean, dude, Matt Baretto and one of the most humble guys in every interview i mean oh, yeah. dude needs like one of those like just long lists of papers and like those tiny glasses just to thank every single person who's ever given him a chance like I love that about Matty d man he really, really genuinely loves the people that gave him a chance, and to see him get his second top five, second career top five in less than five weeks. It's unbelievable. I mean, he had a top 10 at Daytona, if I recall correctly. Uh,
0: top... Yes, he yeah, did. I think he finished.
1: Yes. Okay, he did. Yes. Okay. So, I mean, that's that's just unreal, this run he's been having in the summer. I really hope that Matt continues to have good runs for the rest of the season, and this builds the confidence of Levine Family Racing, because I would love to see them become, like, a small uh, furniture row without, obviously, you know, getting eaten alive by uh gibbs uh, you know i would like to see them continue to progress it's really fun it's really cool to see um maddie d run well and to be honest you know i root i am a sucker for the underdogs and i think that's very well known
0: yeah i'll be the first to say that i was wrong because after practice front practice he kept having mm-hmm. blown tires and i was like I oh, don't know if that's gonna be an easy fix then... I was like, even with that, even if they fix it, a small team usually that qualifies in the top 10 does not stay there. And he, he yeah, proved you proved me wrong.
1: You, you're out here doubting the abilities of Mike. I, I was. I don't know. I don't doubt I oh, don't the wheelman
0: Abilities as a driver, just the team as a whole. <laughs> but hey, man, shout out. You proved me wrong.
1: Yeah. I think that they just scuffed um, the doubters right now. They really just kind of proved them wrong with how they were going to get ready for this race. and. Hey, if I'm if I'm Matty D, I'm I'm getting ready for uh, Phoenix later on in the season. That's another flat track that he might uh, find some success at. Oh, yeah. You know, we really yeah. only have two, three flat tracks on the circuit, Being... not counting road courses. Martinsville, New Hampshire, Phoenix. Yeah,
0: you're right.
1: Am I missing one? I don't think so. Everything else seems to have more than a ten degree banking, yeah. and I could be wrong on the banking. Someone is going to tweet me like, "Um well, actually, Phoenix is ten point six degree <laughs> banking, so get fucked idiot
0: <laughs> i yeah honestly i can 't really think of any other nah
1: because they kept changing them for speed, and now it 's just funny with the lack of speed that we have but. Yeah. I'm not going to lie, they did a great job with Las Vegas, great job with Homestead. I was going to say, I'm not going to fault Chicago them for changing Kansas.
0: Vegas and Homestead up. But I
1: have a feeling that those tracks that actually have the good banking now, or the the higher degree of banking, have been pretty pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Except for Texas sometimes. <laughs> ah. <laughs> yeah. They lowered that. That's the first time I've ever actually seen a track lower their yeah, banking yeah. So Maybe Kentucky unique... to it. Too. I, I, I... I don't know what Kentucky does besides have good green-white checker finishes. So,
0: yeah. Um, I, 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 didn't, I have a race car race. Um, so, this is the second race where Matt Benedetto scored for the top five. And in both those races, all Joe Gibbs cars scored top eights as well. So, whenever the yeah, Toyota R- team looking good. runs good, the A-Toyota team runs phenomenal.
1: Yeah, your boy Eric Jones with another third place finish. I mean, jeez, No 2.0, man. Yeah, he's getting 0. hot. He's getting hot.
2: So he, and Ryan Blaney also
1: fourth place. Good, good for him. You know, yeah, I, he, once again, just casual top five that we just completely overlook. Blaney
0: had a really solid day and a solid car. He probably someone posted on Reddit where he, if he would have stayed out um, with Harvey or whatnot, probably won the race because I think he would have been in position.
1: I feel like his car Maybe. wasn't as good as Harvick's to hold off uh, Hamlin. I, yeah, I, I feel
0: don't... like Harvick did have a little bit better car, but still, nonetheless, four for placement for Blaney. could have. going to see him get some momentum back, because I felt like he lost a little bit over the last couple weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Let's run it back to that finish because like what the fuck was Kevin Harvick trying to figure out there with two to go trying to get around or three to go trying to get around Austin Dillon on the inside. Austin, I don't know. I don't, what was Austin even doing on the outside yeah, there? I, like, Austin was I, afraid, I saw but, the motive when Austin yeah. just pretty much was like, I'm going to park it in the wall and let you go. Oh, you've gone on the inside. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, he.
1: uh That was thought- a weird move. That was just. I don't know if that was like, you know, NBC being like, we need a close finish, or just like, <laughs> uh, just Kevin Harvick having a brain fart, which is very weird for a guy with 45, 46 now wins, like to just kind of lapse in judgment.
0: you get in <laughs> that dirty area. I oh, thought it messes up your car. Oh, it's
1: no, no doubt. you
0: I thought for sure Hamlin was going to send Harvick in the turn along. that. Last yeah, ride. that
1: was so. I was like, oh, I was looking at that and I could just, like, you. I, I could see the bombs blowing up with fucking the Martinsville race. I'm like, he is going to send him into this like turn one wall. I I, I don't saw know how flashbacks he did it. of Martinsville 2017 saying it was like the Chase Elliott guys ready to board a plane and right now and just fight this man on pit road.
0: It would have been really funny, a really funny throwback because it's kind of what Harvick did to Bush last year. He didn't, I mean, wreck him or anything. But he
1: No, he didn't wreck him. He just him, blew out him out it was him out the group. run,
0: and it's like Hamlin. Got to him. Probably bumped in more, bumped in more than even Harvick did to Bush last year. But like,
1: oh no, that was definitely more. of Hamlin, Hamlin had yeah, yeah Hamlin had much. to slow down, that.
0: and the angle that Harvick ended up at and actually helped his exit. So he was going into <laughs> three and four, and that's another move by Hamlin. Like he could have totally gone to the inside and bumped him out of the way again. That's what I would have done.
1: Nah, I like I liked the move that uh, Hamlin made on the outside because the outside was absolutely going to prevail on that corner. And I again, I feel like if Hamlin doesn't hit him that second time, Hamlin probably drag races him off of uh, four and wins that race, in my opinion. Um, but I don't I don't hate the move. Uh, I think Hamlin had to back up a little bit on the back stretch to get the high side. But I see the motive. I mean, the high groove was clearly superior and you're pretty much only using the inside line to defend. You're not using it to pass anyone. So I see Harvick's positioning and also Harvick saying I didn't want to get bumped again because I feel like Hamlin wasn't going to be as nice. And, you know, we know Hamlin doesn't play the nicest, but, you know, those are two drivers with a combined almost 80 wins between them. Like, I think almost, yeah, more than 80 wins. Like, those are two of the best drivers in, in our generation going at it and keeping it as clean as possible. You know, that was that was a lot of fun. Once again, another really fun finish.
0: I did not hate the move that Hamlin did in general. Like, I feel like with a young driver who doesn't have a ton of experience, it would have worked. I feel like he got to got him. But, you mm-hmm. know, Harvick... Oh, isn't afraid to put a fender to you aside to you, whatever. And that like, same thing at Phoenix in 2016, it looked like Edwards had that one. And then Harvick was like, nope, using my car and bumped him, got him a little loose. And then he ended up winning that one. Same thing here. So.
1: Yeah, well, Ham- Harvick also did the pre- not the same exact move he did to um, Bush last year because, like, obviously he did that in the middle of one and two. But he basically kept letting the car come up the track and giving Hamlin no space to kind of get that run, yeah. which, I mean, really helped him in the end. But, I mean, I hey, thinking- Kevin Harvick got the win. I mean, and his crew chief pretty much put in the best terms we could have ever heard this season. You're either going to finish seventh or you're going to win. So what's it going to be?
0: I was thinking back. Has Harvick ever lost a close finish? Like, every every Kevin Harvick finish, you think of where it's close. You think of Atlanta 2001, won, won that yeah, one. Yeah, Phoenix. 2007, Daytona 500, won that yeah. one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. twenty Didn't he have, like, a photo Talladega, finish
1: at Talladega?
0: Won that one, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah.
0: Phoenix, 2016, won that one. Now, he it's was close a photo finish. finish, but still, it's... It's close finish. But he just doesn't lose... Close races, it seems. I
1: hope someone lets me know if there is actually a race that he did lose a close finish.
0: I really did not think back and I could not think of one. Obviously, he's got a lot of seconds, but it's not like he's been beat like, by a nose at the line or anything.
1: No, I can't think off the top of my head anything he's been beat by a nose. Um, Maybe not in Cup. I feel like in Xfinity he has, but... Yeah, maybe. But Well, that's, yeah. you know, that's neither here nor there, but, you yeah. know, that came in between Kyle Busch's 100 wins, so I have no idea. Yeah.
0: Um, So looking... <laughs> looking at the top 10 finishing results chevy did not get a single top 10 and yeah no, no chevy's in the top 10 Two hendrick motorsports and this weekend they went through mm-hmm. how many cars seven or eight if you include the ones yeah. they ran during the race because bowen mm-hmm. lost two byron lost one mm-hmm. um Elliot's car. Chase Chase and Jimmy had problems during the race.
1: And Chase took out someone with his uh, uh, engine problems, too. That's true. Another Chevy, so. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, that was just a tough day for Chevy. They do not... Over the last four years, I saw a statistic on Twitter. They've only led like 52 laps, I think. It was either four or three years. They've only led 52 at New Hampshire. Yeah. Yeah, New Hampshire has
0: been a Toyota track for the longest time, even though... um, Harvick has the last now two wins there, but Toyota's, as I mean, as we saw in this race, we had two guys lead over 100 laps out of a 301-lap race, and they were both mm-hmm. Toyota drivers.
1: Yeah. I want to give a shout-out, even though he finished in 15th to Chris Buescher, because he was having a good run, and then just kind of fell off the a cliff at the end, but I'm I'm going to give credit where credit is due to the underdogs. He he had a good run through the race, and Ty Dillon was like two laps down and finished 16th, so I mean... I want to say I like, saw
0: Chris Busher now has nine top 20 finishes in a row, and for that team... good. Great! That's, That's awesome.
1: No, he's just keeping the car clean and just doing what the equipment can do. So I mean,
0: I'm telling you, man, if he he gets master a good equipment, ride, I would not be surprised if he could
1: contend Soon. for a championship. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's going to be like a X situation where he gets a really good ride like later on in his career, and he might just find that yeah. that late success. But honestly, I mean, X is like Truex is doing wonderful. I don't I I don't have a problem with it. It just sometimes it it comes later to others.
0: The same thing. He is growing that team as well. I want to say he's. Oh yeah, through, no, like, that's a that's a better. To twenty races in uh, this season, he is only ten points back of Stenhouse in a Roush car, and I'm pretty sure he's ahead of both RCR cars. Oh, you know, he's so... definitely ahead of
1: both RCR cars. Um,
0: It's great. I, mean, I could
1: look. I could look that up right now, but um, yeah, that's it's it's just been a great run, and JG are. JGR, um, JTG, oh. thank you. Yeah, they <laughs> really must be very proud of uh, what he's been able to do because he's constantly improving on himself every year. It feels like this has been his best statistical season in in Cup. You know, obviously no wins, but you know he'll he'll take the the consistent finishes because the wins will eventually he'll he'll fall in place. I mean, you know, you can't ever predict a fog race. Pocono is next week. Pocono
0: is. Yep.
1: Uh, we'll get into our preview for that in a minute. Um. One more thing. Uh, What was going on with Stenhouse and Jones? I actually didn't see what happened there.
0: Yeah, so Jones, it looked like from the replay, um, went to do one of those slide job died bomb moves into one of the turns and hit Stenhouse in the left front off of the entry. And then either the next slap turn or a couple laps or whatever, Stenhouse blew a tire and clobbered the wall. And mm-hmm. It was basically because of the contact with Jones. and He was like, yeah, he basically used him up, so he's got one coming. Which, I don't know how, <laughs> like, I feel like that's such just a heat of the moment type of thing to say, and it's not like...
1: Well, Eric Jones has gone on record saying he's not trying to make friends, so... I, I just don't uh, feel start. like
0: this is going to every- turn into anything, but hey, I'm, I'm just saying...
1: Buddy, Bristol's coming up, man. <laughs>
0: that's true like if, if they're battling for going
1: balls to the wall there you know Stenhouse has got to go balls to the wall there and you know eric jones the way he's been hot is probably going to be in his way at some point i have a feeling that sent house is not going to be too kind maybe give him one little warning and then uh, move him out of his way
0: even if we forget about it and they're battling at bristol nbc will remind us of oh it, nbc so. will
1: let us know <laughs> yeah NBC will absolutely let us know. <laughs> thank you nbc thank you deal yeah. junior um, I saw so much. I saw so much less Rick Allen hate this week. It was like, man, people really be coming around on this guy. Me,
0: he's getting better, man. He's getting better.
1: Uh, <laughs> they did say adversity out. though after the race. So
0: rounding out the Cup Series race, Kyle Larson started from the back, drove his way up to the top ten, and then tried to kamikaze Alex Bowman on a restart wreck, and then ended up wrecking again. So that was a hard, hard to watch as a Larson fan. But yeah, still in the playoffs. Finished way back there. Um, Ryan Newman had a great race starting from the back top. Oh yeah, didn't he pop a cylinder at one point? Yeah, they fixed the engine mid-race and he recovered for a seventh place finish.
1: Man, Ryan Newman looking pretty good. I think he's uh, in the cut right now.
0: Yeah, he uh, 15th. He's 15th, Boyer's 16th, and then Suarez and Jimmy Johnson are both minus 17 right now. Yeah, is... lots
3: of
1: cut guys had issues. I mean, just looking from 12 on <coughs> back, Larson, Newman had that engine problem, got it fixed. Boyer got involved in a caution. Um, Jimmy Johnson obviously finishes 30th and falls out of the top 16. Suarez, Rex, Menard, I don't know what he did, and Stenhouse, Rex. So it's like, you know, I, I mean, just looking at that, like, it's yeah. going to get more and more – like we need a win now and we're going to see some interesting strategies coming in whether or not you want to go for the win or you are trying to just go for those stage points it's going to be very interesting these last six races Yeah, yeah
0: we have six races left jimmy johnson suarez have 17 points to make up on boyer and 21 on newman uh we got two races in a row coming up where you can pit if you're Pocono, maybe not as much, depending where you are, but especially Watkins' Glen, You can pit without losing a lap, so that'll mm-hmm. definitely do some interesting strategy. Also, I want to point out during the like this. that stage one finish, the last laps, Suarez got by Johnson for 10th place, so that's mm-hmm. plus one to Suarez, and I guess very important. if you want to look at it, minus one to Jimmy Johnson. So if it comes down to one point at the end of Indianapolis, I'm going to be looking back on that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, very... Uh... Very close right now. I'm super yeah. excited, you know. Uh, and I'll just play the little Pocono curse. But yeah, the I was gonna say <laughs> Curse of McDonald's was um was definitely well uh well endowed for, for Larson, unfortunately, yes. this week. Maybe he should stop running uh that specific McDonald's car. I feel like McDonald's has other schemes they could run with it. <laughs> I don't know. Throwback of uh Bill Elliott's uh nineties car um Have or even the Andy Houston ninety six would be awesome.
0: I don't think he has a Darlington. Uh, scheme yet, so maybe that'll not be... yet.
1: Not yet. Uh, oh, and uh, just you know, I don't know. Do you know who Andy Houston is? I know the name, he but... is someone's spotter. I was about to say Kevin Harvix, but I think that's Tim Fiedelow, that's Tim Fiedelwald, yeah. who was also a NASCAR driver in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. But um, I know that Andy Houston is a spotter for someone, and I'm gonna be really annoyed when I look it up later. But um, anyways. I, I want to
0: say with no base or anything, it's Austin Dillon spotter.
1: No, you're right. It is Austin Dillon's spot. I'm really? almost Yeah, I think so. I'm looking at it right now. Um but yeah, I'll <coughs> give that race a 7.1. Uh we've been having some good races lately. So seven one. i I'm sorry. Should I make
0: it higher? I, seven one's. I don't think
1: a I'm giving it like those pizza review scores. I'll give it an 8. One okay, if for it's you, a partial you, pizza little... review score, that's fair. But I'm like I'll give it I'll care. give it I'll give it the Kevin 8.1 communist score. How about that? <laughs> fair.
0: Yeah, I'll give it like a yeah, I, I give it.
1: Yeah, an actually, eight point yeah, one seems fair.
0: I give it. Yeah, I'll give it an eight. It wasn't obviously it wasn't a, the best race of the season, but it, it was a solid race. Yeah, no doubt. Basically everything huh. I could have asked for out of a race. Minus Andy Houston won Kyle three Carson, truck races, uh,
1: not reckoning twice. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, he is Austin Dillon's. Uh, he's been working with RCR um, for a long time actually. Good for him. I'm
0: proud of my spotter knowledge.
1: Yeah, no, you're really you're. I mean, I can only name three off the top of my head, which is Fidoa, um, T.J. Majors, and Andy Houston. I, I don't know any others off the top of my head. Uh, Brett, Griffin. besides Alex, our boy Alex. So
0: <laughs> Brett Griffin, fourteen. Um, oh, okay. Paul Wolf. Paul Wolf's with what? Or no, not Wait. Paul Wolf. Uh, I was gonna say
1: Paul Wolf is a crew chief. What he's his he... crew chief. Joey Meyer went
0: over to Menard, if I remember.
1: Okay. Yeah, uh, I do recognize yeah. Joey Meyer's name.
0: All right. You yeah. want to
1: move over to Xfinity? I would love to move over to
0: Xfinity, which was also
1: right. a decent race. Yeah. No, we're stage one finish.
0: <laughs> that stage one finish.
1: Oh man. Uh I'm just gonna go ahead and splice the little uh our little commentating gig. So during the uh during the race, me and Kevin were uh doing a recording for an interview you'll hear in a few minutes, but um we were watching stage one and it was really exciting. There was a lot of bumping going on. I know that me and Kevin like actively gasped <laughs> At Redick and Custer getting into each other on like lap two. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, right now I'll just go ahead and splice in the end of the stage fish. We pretended to be commentators, to be honest, we're pretty good at it. So you know
0: our shit. <laughs> Ladies okay, and gentlemen, so- we are live watching the Xfinity Race at uh New Hampshire Motor Speedway, where Brandon Jones, LTLN's. Golden Boy is four, now three and a half laps away from winning a stage. we got Christopher Bell and Tyler Reddick battling the hell out of each other, side-by-side side down the backstretch for second place. <laughs> if they keep that up, we, we could we, we could be witnessing LTLN podcast history right now. This
1: is podcast history right now. We've never been able to watch a race simultaneously. We've had talks Reddick about it. To but now off. with three to, three to go, Reddick is now in second place. So Reddick is coming. He's 600 seconds. Oh, geez, Louise. Brian Sieg right on Bell's yeah. ass right there. Come on. Reddick just made Jones. up a tenth of a second.
0: Now, Reddick and Bell are on fresher tires than Brandon Jones. So this is going to be one. So, whole... Brandon Jones is playing the playoff a
1: game. Off. He needs the points to keep himself ahead of the cut line and move mm-hmm. himself into 11th or 10th before this regular season ends. I absolutely see oh, the vision coming. here.
0: Two to go. Two this to is going to be a line. great finish. Come on, Brandon. <laughs>
1: Man, if if only I wasn't working today, we could actually do this. If Brandon uh, Jones was leading at the end,
0: oh, well, he's only there, but because of pitch strategy. But hey, two on, yeah, stage, two one
1: hundredths of a second now. Redick is Redick's got a lap to see if he can dive bomb him. I don't think he's yeah. gonna get there in time. Oh, never mind. Oh, he's there. He's, he's there. there. All right,
0: coming out of four of the last lap. Brandon oh, man, Jones, get the white flag in the stage.
1: Can he hold oh, him off? Man. Oh, here he goes. Dive bomb him. Dive bomb. <laughs> Oh, Reddick's giving it everything he's got. Brandon's just holding his line. I gotta believe that these older tires might be a good call.
0: Ugh, with the runoff.
1: So I feel like the Cup guys are looking at this for tomorrow. Here, co- here, here it he comes. Goes. Oh my here god. Go. Oh what my
4: a move. Oh Is he gonna, gonna, gonna hit him? Come on, Brandon. Come oh my on. Hold it. Get there. Oh my yes. God. Oh. There's Chris. What
1: the hell? My goodness. Holy shit. He got it. He got it. Christopher <laughs> Bell got second hole. Oh holy my shit.
0: goodness. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh
0: awesome. Wow. Man, on a stage.
1: That was fucking awesome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh we should do this for often.
1: <laughs> dude, holy crap, we should do this for the dude, if we did this for the Bowman, uh the Bowman Larson race. Oh my god. god. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Woo! Look at this three-wide finish for stage one. How do you not love stage racing, oh, ladies and gentlemen? Oh
1: Christopher Bell was almost there. Almost weaselled his way into the stage win. What a oh, wow! Complete. All right, thanks for thanks for listening to this. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna splice this shit right into the middle of the episode. But yeah, no, that was fun to watch. Eric Je- or Eric Jones, Brandon Jones. Just hold off cars with fresh tires, because it seems the tires made more of a difference in Xfinity than they did Cup, which mm-hmm. was um which was kind of ex- uh, interesting. Uh but hey, Brand Jones, stage winner. He's almost there.
0: Yeah, he just needs to do that put in stage two and together.
1: three. <laughs> yeah, just put the whole race together and he'll he'll have a win soon. Don't worry. Uh God, man. But I mean other than that, it was typical big three racing. Um Christopher Bell kind of it's the Joe Gibbs invitational for the uh expandy guys. I I mean off the top of my head I can't really think of too many other winners besides Toyota's at uh New Hampshire for expandy I mean are, you probably have better knowledge of that.
0: Yeah, um I don't I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I know Bell's won the last two races there. Bell's just so good on the flat tracks. It's no, he is, and he knows crazy. where his bread is
1: buttered. So, I mean, good. And if he him. stays
0: in Xfinity next year, uh, no, please don't. They're going to Martinsville at, in the in the fall now.
1: So, so he'll probably win that one. If yeah, if he's still there, I wouldn't be surprised actually if Joe if Joe Gibbs do, if he does move him up either to JGR or to a uh, like a second LFR bar. Yeah. Um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if he does put him in the eighteen. For that race, because just to Wait, get what? the experience, the the fanty car. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, dude, yeah, Kyle Busch, Kyle Busch actually was the lowest finishing Toyota at New Hampshire. He's on the hot seat. Retire. Yeah, done. He's <laughs> done. He got in the wall again. He's done. He's cooked. Put him in the fucking bathroom. Um, No, yeah. but for real, though, um, I wouldn't be surprised because JGR, you know, he likes giving those drivers experience at tracks that they don't have a lot of experience at. And you know, just kind of getting them to into the groove of things, so I wouldn't be surprised if uh, we see Christopher Bell running Martinsville next year for Xfinity, at least just one one race.
0: I would be surprised only because I'm pretty sure they're still going to have the roles of no cup drivers in the playoff races.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Wait, I thought Martinsville was going to be a uh, a spring race for Xfinity. that's going to be a fall race next Wait, year is it
0: hold up i'm I pretty it sure a it's a triple if it's, header it's,
1: at, oh if, um, if that's the case then no the he fall. won't get any track time that's
0: yeah hate to see it let me let me type to confirm that because i'm going to the spring race hopefully the night race for the cup series and if they're yeah for i know birthday. there's another series Come say happy birthday racing. to kevin next year yeah i know there's another series racing that weekend but i don't think it's uh trucks or Xfinity. i think it's like a late model. Or wheeling. There's an ARCA
1: race. I f- I completely did not watch the ARCA race this weekend. I hate myself for that. Was there an ARCA race this weekend? Yeah, it's like something one hundred. W- oh, it was at uh, New Hampshire, I believe. Oh, okay. I want to give a shout out to uh, Justin Allgaier getting third place. Um, you know, holding off Tyler Reddick, who I don't know what was going on during the race, but he seemed <laughs> to have a very ill handling car at times and the best car at times. So once again, Tyler Reddick is just showing he's a fucking wheel man um oh right. i can I actually, can right.
0: can confirm that martinsville is the penultimate x20 series race next year on halloween
1: oh really it's the penultimate okay that's gonna yes. be really exciting because that's gonna yeah. be getting the boys into the final four wow that's gonna oh, be fun yeah. but no track time for christopher bell he's just gonna come in the spring and just hope for the best i guess yeah hopefully it's better than chase elliott's debut at martinsville
0: yeah, I mean, Bell ran there in trucks, so it's not like it's... Oh, he ha- okay.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, they do yeah. run the trucks there. So it's okay, not like he's never he has... driven there
0: before, but definitely two years out, coming that... back. I feel be... like
1: the man has such good throttle control. He, that's going to yeah. be really, really good for him. But, man, it's going to be tough if they keep this package for Bell in the future. The only um... thing that
0: I'm worried about for him at Martinsville is that uh, he's a very similar driver to Larson, and Larson is hot trash out at Martinsville
1: yeah well, I think that Larson just needs to get more eye racing that's that that'll solve that problem um I'm ready to cancel someone oh go ahead yeah i'm I'm making my ninth cancellation this year i'm I'm canceling Paulinard and Xfinity and maybe even cup as well honestly
0: he's been canceled for me Cup for a couple of years now, but i'm <laughs> I'm ready to cancel him too in Xfinity,
1: yeah, that was a chicken shit move honestly on his part. I get it, <laughs> I honestly get it. I see the motive for uh rattling his cage, but you straight up dumped him. Uh, it was uh, Jeb. No, not Jeb. I'm sorry. Harrison Burton that he sent into the wall because he uh, raced him a little too hard late in the race. Uh, middle of the race or late in the race? What did that caution I think come it was out?
0: Early stage three,
1: but I don't know, man. I don't know. Nope. That was 155 of 200. So late in the race, he was running Paul Menard apparently a little too hard, and Paul Menard was not very close to him on the outside lane, and Decided to just go up a lane and send it, and just completely sent Harrison Burton right into the wall, right in front of his father. So I'm sure yeah. Jeff Burton was like not happy about that. I um, was so
0: surprised. I, I'm pretty sure NBC muted Jeff Burton's mic after oh, that because you gotta know that, he was dude. like, yeah,
1: Jeff was he, like, "What the probably like, what the fuck, Minard?" He was
0: saying all the good four letter words.
1: Basically, basically what Kyle Petty was saying at Sonoma when he was mic'd up when he spun out. So. All the good oh. stuff, and that was, that was Paul Menard had either. no business doing that. Um, just and I mean, you know, I can understand if you if you are a little rattled by that. But I mean, obviously, if it's Kyle Busch's car. Put it perspective. Say someone else, like I don't know, uh, just give me a throw in there. Kyle Busch could cage. uh his cage. That Kyle Busch could rattle Natalie Decker. Perfect. So he wants to he okay. wants to get Natalie Decker's cage rattled and decides to just, um, you know, bump her out of the way, you know, Kyle Busch would probably be, very, you know, we he's a champion, he's got 100 wins, he's a little rattled, and he wants to kind of be like, hey, you're a rookie, get out of my way. Paul Menard has won one race <laughs> in Cup. I don't think he has any Xfinity wins, if I if I recall correctly. I want to say have he won one. at Road America. He does have one, and, actually, I'm sorry. And... I, I believe he does have one. So Paul Menard, uh, two-time race winner, is trying to act like, the fucking intimidator yeah. it needs to just cool his shit like that was that was not a good move i'm not happy about it I'm, I'm i can uncancel paul menard at some point on this podcast but at the moment oh he oh i apologize to paul menard he has three many ones i do apologize oh wow goddamn i've been canceled um <laughs> he has 102 top 10s where, where where did this come from <laughs>
0: where is that in the cup series
1: his first win was in 2006 his last one was at road america I guess before he was in Cup, he was actually a driver that did run the entire Xfinity schedule, so okay. that does make sense. His first race was in 2003, god damn.
0: I, I will say I did like how but Menard handled it after the race. When yeah, that it was, one. He was like like
1: like, typical Paul Menard just being calm.
0: <laughs> Harrison Burton was like, you wrecked me, and he was like, yeah, I know. Just <laughs> good old, good old straight face palminar, no emotion. He was like, yeah, I know what I did. So
1: He probably had, like, the most shit-eating smirk, though, like, going on, like, in yeah. the background. Like, he probably was just laughing inside, like, just belly laughing. Uh, like, but...
0: I mean, if if you're going to wreck a guy,
3: no, he, if you don't do don't wreck
0: know. a guy, don't be like, oh, you know, sorry about that. Because or... it, it looked pretty intentional. Just, like, oh, yeah. you know what? I wrecked you. You were, you were rubbing me wrong which i mean i don't agree with the move per se but i'm glad he's not shying away from it like oh, when yeah, hamlin no. got into elliot and barnes was like oh man you know you now you lifted early and he was like no you pretty much wrecked me and everyone saw what <laughs> happened and Menard was like yeah nope nope not, yeah that was that was me i wrecked you tough
1: yeah tough tough titties there um but yeah paul Menard canceled linux Fanny as in cup still not getting over the fact that he uh he dumped uh de benedetto at daytona but that's neither here nor there <laughs> so i mean i'll i'll eventually get over it um oh uh tough tough break for john hunter Nemechek. Uh, that's scary when the brakes just go like yeah that. i
0: don't and that was super early in the race for that to happen
1: too yeah um Weird. i mean did you see the picture he posted on instagram of his car just kind of like up almost like above the wall what no hit? oh yeah no um well i commented on it with the podcast and he said, uh, comment what you think I said when I realized I lost uh, the brakes, And I said, I'd ask Bubba Wallace about the correct answer, and he liked it. So he likes us. So <laughs> John, John Hunter Imanchek, fan of the podcast, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Same as Scott Dixon.
1: Yeah, Scott Dixon also <laughs> liked a couple photos on Instagram. So Scott Dixon, friend of the program, on his birthday of all days. So late, happy birthday. Shout out to the GOAT, Scott Dixon. I'm looking but uh brandon off. jones with the correct answer probably didn't have time to say anything yeah that's that's it but man losing your brakes at a track like um new hampshire oh my that, I wall really got, right? got
0: that high up in the air
1: yeah i'm surprised he even got the car turned that way because i feel like when you lose your brakes going to a corner at new hampshire you're normally going to just go into it and pancake the wall so i mean thank god for the safer barriers obviously um you know brakes were i was worried about brakes all weekend with the heat I think that uh, John Hunter might have been the only one to have issues with the uh, breaks this weekend, if I recall correctly. Yeah, or I guess Chase Elliott's break line.
0: Yeah, Hendrick just had so yeah. many
1: problems. Yeah, Chevy just having a tough weekend. <laughs> yeah, Chevy as um, whole. <laughs> yeah, but that's a tough break for John Hunter Nemechek. Um, but, I mean, nothing that happens really affects the points. I mean, Greg Golding is the closest, and he finished 17th. Um, Shouts out Ryan Truex. And Ryan Sieg. Ryan Sieg had a good run throughout the race in the ninety-three now, which was a little confusing for all of us, as you probably heard in the uh Yeah, we were the, I was like Yeah, Jeff we were Green. we thought it was Jeff Green for a minute. <laughs> um you know, and um also I, I don't wanna be mean, but Austin Cindric kinda sucks. Or stinks, sorry. I'm not gonna say yeah, sucks, I'm I not gonna say the S word he stinks.
0: I don't think Cindric stinks. He's a good driver, but he he's just a, hasn't. he's a good driver, but he ain't winning any race. I think soon. A month from right now, we'll be saying, "Wow, congrats, Syndrich, on his first career win." Because I'm pretty sure he's going to get a win on a road course.
1: Okay, no, that's a good, that's a good prediction. He is a good road driver, horse yeah. driver. Again, can't wait for that gauntlet. Oh man,
0: that's the one thing that's like keeping me interested in the Xfinity series right now, up until the playoffs. Yeah, play it it's just like sound, who the drivers are going to be. My like, Bara. A surprise, or like but... Jeremy
1: Clemens or something, yeah. But
0: we've seen that it can happen at these road courses, so
1: I'm gonna have a lot of fun with this this weekend. Um, you know, too bad Justin Marks is there. Yeah, that's right. He's, he's done there. Yeah. yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? I, I had someone else I wanted to shout out, and I completely forgot. Um, I mean, besides our our golden boy Brandon Jones, uh, pretty much. Uh, i want
0: to say uh, shout out. I wanna
1: say it was Chase.
0: Cabret? Landon Castle
1: did not finish in last, so that's good with the start and park.
0: Oh, it's he, oh, it says got was the k and race one. Let me make sure that's. I'm looking at right. Arca right
1: now for fans with benefits. 150. What is that like? You just go into the <laughs> stands, find another fan, and just be like, "Yeah, you want to go to the bathroom and fuck." Like, what does that mean?
0: I <laughs> was right. Chase Cabray, congrats on the K&N series
1: win. Chandler Smith got the win in Arca. So. Okay. Oh, that was apparently race number 14 of 14. Wait, that was apparently Parker's... the last. Yeah, I, I guess that was the last race. No, there's no way.
0: No, they ra- I know for sure they race at Fall. Oh.
1: Yeah, that's definitely not correct because they're on this one. Oh yeah, no, there's 20 races. I don't know what the racing reference was doing because there's Pocono, Springfield, De- Dequoin, Southern Illinois, Daquan. Daquan. Dude, I you know who's probably gonna go to that? Methy. He's probably gonna yeah. go there and watch. For out. Sure. Yeah, that's that's in his backyard. Um, Salem. Uh, IRP is still is still a track that we can no hear. way. I didn't know that. Ooh, it's the Arca Indy 200 on October 5th, and then they end the season at Kansas, which should be fun. Um, okay. dude, I mean, Ty Gibbs, another top five finish, Michael Self, Christian, Christian X, your boy. 2nd Ty, Ty I'm
0: gonna give a shout out no, to good him. Good for him,
1: man. he's been doing good. And uh, the ghost of Tim Richmond finishes in 16th, so awesome. Awesome, shout uh, out, shout out, Tim. Uh, that's a cool name. Caden Honeycut.
0: That's a pretty cool name. Nothing's I might just start reading for him because of his name. Nothing is better than KN Series Driver,
1: maybe it's Arca, Wallace Allen. <laughs> Have we talked about the con Nico, Nic- Paulus? Yeah. Nicolopolis? Yeah, we've talked about him. Yeah, he he withdrew from the race, sadly. Tough. Uh, again, great name. Just wish that we he will, could actually. We will move on. All right. Yeah, we will. And then the, I guess k only got to do 70 laps. Uh, the modified races, one of them, ha- unfortunately, did not go the full distance because of scheduling and um, and a bad wreck in turn one that did damage to the uh, safer barrier. Did you see but, the wreck? Uh, did not. I have not. Me neither. Oh. Um, but the all-star race had a great finish. Um, I'm yeah. not going to pretend like I know on it, but I will say <laughs> I watched replay of it and it was a great finish. So, I was entertained uh, from what I watched. If you do get the chance to watch that, definitely go check that out. Um so let's round things out from the weekend with the Iowa 300 which took like 7 hours or longer than that. <laughs> um that was holy crap. First of all, I'm surprised there wasn't a tornado when they first came to the broadcast cuz it looked like it was hailing at one point.
0: Yeah. Um, I I have not fallen asleep watching a race since I want to say Charlotte night race or the Charlotte <laughs> not the Coke 600 but the fall race back in uh maybe 2013 I was at my uncle's house and I was just so tired and same thing happened here it was it was 1 o'clock. I did my best to stay up and I I just drifted off honestly I woke up with like 6 feet ago and I was like eh I'm not even I'll just I'll see the replays I'll see the highlights in the morning so tough tough off the <laughs> tough break for IndyCar having to run till Yeah but
1: Yeah, the rating probably would have been 1.23 instead of 1.21 if you had stayed awake. You pricked. Yeah, maybe. I (laughs) Um, can't believe. Or point one two. I'm sorry. Let me let me get that right. (laughs) Um, that's tough. But what was I gonna say? Uh, the last time I fell asleep watching a race, Denny Hamlin won at Darlington during the spring during a night race. So, and this was like his first time doing that in like the early 2010s, late 2000s. When did Darlington
0: so, still have two races?
1: 2005, I think, last time. Or 2006, Was it a I cup know.
0: race or an Xfinity race?
1: It was a cup race. Denny Hamlin won the spring race.
0: Denny Hamlin wasn't in cup until 2006. I know. Something's not adding up here, Anthony, and we're going no, to have to know. No, but he
1: won, he won a spring race. I don't know if it was the only Darlington race they had that year. You, Those are your but like I'm just saying. That was the last time I fell asleep. I fell asleep with like 30 to go. And I woke up to Denny Hamlin in victory lane. I was like, "Perfect! This is the way I would always like to wake up because he was <laughs> my favorite driver." back. still, kind of is honestly. Like I was rooting very hard for him.
0: I do feel bad falling asleep during sporting events. It doesn't happen. Oh yeah, lot. no. When it does, I'm like uh, yeah.
1: football games. Football games. It seems it happens to me around five o'clock. I get that. Like I'm watching. I've already watched like five hours of Red Zone, and I'm just like absolutely cooked. I just take like, a little thirty minute snoozer, and I wake up after halftime. See, fantasy right. football
0: keeps me up 100% of the time. Uh, fantasy NFL football Sunday. makes me go to
1: sleep because I suck at fantasy football. See, I just won my championship. So, Wow, sick brag, dude. You know what? Yeah. No one gives no, a shit. I mean, it's whatever. I have hey, hey, Kevin, Kevin, a trophy no one gives and
0: everything. A shit. No I mean, one gives I do.
1: I'm the best player. Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. No one gives a shit about your fantasy football team. I'm out here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh,
1: my God. Um. <laughs> So yeah, no. Just going back to IndyCar real quick. Um, you know, shouts out Justin Newgarden, fourth win of the season. Scott Dixon with a great strategy of staying out and getting a late race caution with a fortunate Ed Carpenter wreck finishes in second. Hinch, the mayor of Hinchtown, which is a nickname I keep forgetting is a thing, which I I I can't stop saying it now. It's it's so it's so like what do you like? I think it's a terrible nickname, but goddamn, I can't stop saying it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's it's a good one. I, I'm a little bit disappointed with that team's performance. Uh Schmidt Peterson Motorsports. Erickson, I expected a little bit more.
1: Oh well I mean he's he's not used to it though, man. He's used to having to make right turn. Yeah, well I don't think Erickson's very good. I think I don't know if F one
0: drivers are just overhyped, but like it's like, Oh my god, it's an F one driver going to a pretty decent team, he's gonna tear it up and he's gotten what one podium due to luck or whatever? And then
1: I think Robert Kubica would be a great car driver. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Um what was I going to say? Oh, well he fin- actually Erickson finished above uh NBC's Golden Boy Santino Ferrucci. Um the goat on restarts. Yeah, no. So, <laughs> of course, for people listening that don't understand Santino Ferrucci was fired from F1 team for uh wrecking his teammate and then uh for eh, like well, texting
0: and driving or something.
1: Yeah, he was he had his his cell phone in the car but also said some racist remarks which uh, you know, not not great, not great. Yeah, that's never uh, good. He's a he he is young so i mean people can maybe give him the benefit of the doubt for being a prick at a young age i i, I mean you know he still is a prick uh, but you know i can differentiate Santino Ferrucci the prick from Santino Ferrucci the driver and the driver is really fun to watch on restarts that was and like that start re- it
0: literally looked like he was in a different gear from everyone he blew out so i feel like
1: yeah two what The start and the restart, he just flew by cars in the corner because he is just taking such a higher line than everyone else, which is very ballsy because yeah. if you fuck that up, you're going into that wall and or you're taking out someone with you on the inside. And I know on that second restart, he got past six cars in the corner, and that if that first car does not break as early as it does, I think Ferrucci gets into him. So, I mean, there's a little bit of luck thrown into that skill, but goddamn I mean he's got balls of steel and the stupidest haircut i've ever seen in my life but that is neither here nor there so see i can also uh differentiate the prick from the driver so congratulations santino on a wonderful 12th place finish um i'm sure everyone loves hearing your name every week um but actual shout out to spencer piggott in fifth that is actually very impressive Spencer okay. Piggott was there all race, so...
0: Whenever I watch IndyCar... And Zach and Veech,
1: see, wow, Zach Veech And I see Piggott's
0: name, like, oh, yeah, I remember him. But,
1: yeah, Spencer Piggott is still, is still chilling, but this I was basically... I what he looked
0: like or anything, but it's like, yeah, I know the name.
1: No, I have no idea what Spencer Piggott. You could tell me he's a fucking, like, seagull, and I'd be like, yeah, that's probably correct. Yeah, basically. Um so. <laughs> But, um, uh, Penske was running just, just class of the field all day. I mean, I thought that, uh... I didn't think anyone was honestly going to get New Garden like once he got around the leaders. Um just tough another tough break for uh Will Power. Just What I, what happened I, with that? I believe he had a speeding penalty. Um oh. There is nothing on here that tells me. The penalties, is unfortunately, but I know he did get one on pit road.
0: They don't I have he was the, running
1: top 5 all day. The rev limiter like one. I don't know. I okay. don't know. It was I you know what it mo- might have been um, it might not have been speeding. It might've been, um, something to do with the pit crew. Okay. Um, I don't know what it was, but he had a pit road penalty. I, I like, it was such a late finish. So, I mean, you, you know, forgive me if I don't remember these things, but after the race, Alexander Rossi went from, I believe three or eight points back to 29 passion is 58 back. And Dixon is almost to that a hundred point threshold where he basically gives up, but there's five races left. This is Joseph Newgarn's championship to lose. Um, and I would not be surprised if Alexander Rossi is about to go into sicko mode and just fucking just go nuts on these road courses. Yeah, he's good
0: at Pocono. Um, yeah, they're heading there soon. I'm Gateway's, excited is s- a good track for New Garden. I don't know about the road courses though, they haven't been to uh,
1: Rossi shows it. speed at road courses. But I mean, Portland's not a street course but drives like a street course with its sharp corners. So Where are they, I think
0: uh, ending the season, at Laguna now? Seca. That's it. Yeah.
1: Which I don't know if that benefits Rossi or not. I feel like that's going to benefit actually Sebastian Bourdais because I think he's the last. Like him and Tony Canon have actually had experience driving there in uh F or IndyCar, cart, uh, sports car, championship When's presented by Michael Andretti. Canon <laughs> won a race. The Indy 500. I don't know. Hold on, I'm looking right now. It's, it's been a while. It has been a while, 2014, when Tony Canaan won the Indianapolis. Wait, 2014? No, I'm sorry. He won Fontana. Okay. When did he win the Indy 500? Must have been 2013. He won it after Weldon died. So 2012. Uh -uh. He won in 2013. Get fucked. Oh,
0: frick. Oh, that's right. Was it Frank Eatty who won 2012?
1: Well, God damn, do I really have to do this? Yes, you do. All right. Because 2012 now, it was, one was of Dario friends. He was
0: like, I want my face next to Weldon's. So it was Frankie?
1: It was Dario Franchetti. Okay. So good for him.
0: Was that the one with We missed Sada? him a lot. Um, was like on the inside and
1: they wrecked. Or he wrecked. At the end? Yeah. Uh probably. That sounds very familiar. That sounds like yeah, a race. I'm pretty sure that was 2012. Yeah. That was her last Indy five hundred before coming back, I think. Um yeah. that's probably incorrect, also. Whatever. All yeah. right. <laughs> so gonna go ahead and throw in our interview with our F1 correspondent Jordan Pott. He came back to talk a little bit about Formula One, a little bit about um Lewis Hamilton's complete domination on the season, and he also gave us some insight to rich energy drinks, which is probably one of the funniest scandals that's like ever happened, in my opinion, in Formula One. Uh, we had a really great time, and we love having Jordan on the podcast as often as we can. Unfortunately, Formula One is a little one-sided, so we only get him pretty much three times a year. But without further ado, here's our interview with Jordan Pott. Okay, we now welcome on our F1 correspondent, our Formula O guy, Jordan Pont. Welcome back to the podcast,
3: Jordan. Thank you for having me, Rotolo and Kevin.
1: So you're actually our most recurring guest at this rate, so congratulations on that. Now I have to send you the recurring guest shirt, so we'll get on that as soon as possible. I think that, yeah, you've been on here as much as Methfield has, but I feel like we'll get a little bit of some actual interview questions with you. So first things first, how many more races is Lewis Hamilton going to dominate at
3: this rate? Um, that's a great question I've seen quite a few things uh talking about that um I'd say he wins at least half the rest of the races of the season uh no questions about it if not two-thirds like the the man's not gonna be touched. I'd say I'd say you might see a win from uh, Ferrari if they can figure out their pace issues. I'm really rooting for the player to take at least one race this year. Um I think that'd be amazing. I think Verstappen's probably gonna be able to pull out another race. Uh Bodos might be able to pull off another one or two, but uh Hamilton's gonna take the vast majority, no questions about it. Mm-hmm. We were
0: talking, I was saying Ferrari and Monza. I feel like that'll cause they're faster on the tracks with like a lot of trade so I feel like that'll suit them.
3: And that's what I'm saying. I, I can see it. I just think even on those tracks, it's still going to be a hard fight.
1: I could see an upset at like Singapore or something. That could be that could be interesting at least maybe later on in the season. But by then, I mean, Hamilton's probably going to win the championship with like four races to go.
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, I think he's got something like uh, 36 points up on Botas, So like right okay, now. Okay, so he's not no, high up. No, no, no. It's close between the two of them at least. It's, um, you know, uh, it, it can definitely change, but it's just not super likely based off what I've been seeing. <laughs>
1: Yeah. would be fun to see a Botos championship. He has been quietly, like, just always in second place, so.
3: Hey, everybody needs a good wingman.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's doing much better than, uh, than Rosberg not bumping into his teammates, so. Um, so, I noticed you didn't mention Vettel. Do you think that is just Cook now?
3: I don't think he's Cook, uh, but I think he's definitely driving like he's frustrated, and I think that's showing. Um, you think that's just stemming still from Canada? I think so. I mean, personally, nothing was better than seeing him swapping around uh, the numbers one and two, um, you know, right after the race ended. I thought that was absolutely amazing. That was probably the highlight of my season so Mm -hmm. far. Uh, But I I definitely think the man's frustrated and I definitely think it's starting to show.
1: For sure. Um, I was going to say, so actually going on to Canada, we saw three races in a row. Pretty much like the stewards were holding the race by their balls at that rate. Like, do you... Are, I'm sure you probably don't enjoy seeing the stewards have this much control over like the races and all these like penalty calls. And it's really like probably it's I know it's frustrating me and Kevin. We were pretty much done with Formula One after Canada. <laughs> and luckily, I woke up in time for Austria and I felt a little bit better besides waiting four hours to find out for stop in one. or not, yeah. How are you feeling about the
3: stewards? <laughs> um, I don't know. I've i am I understand that every sport has to have rules and regulations, but at a certain point, um, every single one of the drivers I've seen has come out and said, you know, that there's a difference between um, doing something illegal and then hard driving. And you need to let a driver drive. That, you know, that's all there is to exactly. it. Exactly. You yeah, know, so somebody might go wide, force somebody else off the track. That doesn't mean they should really be penalized for it. You know, at the end of the day, it's a high performance car. Not the easiest thing in the world to control. Mm-hmm. Doing your best. Let the driver race.
1: You know NASCAR, they just have like the let the boys have at it kind of thing. I mean, in last year we had a race where Joey Logano pushed uh, Martin Truex Jr. out of the racing groove and took the win away from him, pretty much. And you know, if that was Formula One, he would have been penalized into oblivion, probably would have finished thirtieth and wouldn't have won the championship. So, yep. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's just weird seeing these rules. I mean, we watch like you know just cars bumping all the time, and you see that in Formula One, and they're just like, oh God, they're having like an aneurysm on the track there. So it's just wacky to me um so i wanted to uh actually talk to you about a little bit uh more about what's happening in the future of formula one but first things first i know you're excited to kind of talk about what's going on between haas and um who who was it the sponsor that they lost
3: rich energy oh yeah my so you God. were
1: like you were very
3: intrigued by this whole thing so give us your perspective all right so um how much, how much do you guys know about uh rich energy and what's going on with them they're an energy that. drink, right?
1: <laughs> I
0: know I mean, that, like, they, they're a giant meme, and then they, like, signed on, and then someone tweeted out from their Twitter account, like, we expected to beat Red Bull at Austria, and then they didn't, and they so said they were done, and then they there was, like, damage control, they were like, sorry, that was a investor who was all pissed off, so now that they're back and whatnot, but they're running like shit, too, so it's kind of a so, weird So, uh,
3: I'll, uh... Rich energy might be my absolute favorite thing in the history of sports. Um, First of all, it's it's a money laundering front. So I'll give give you guys some background. I don't know how much (laughs) you've done, but um, I highly encourage you to hop on the Reddit thread about it. Uh, basically, you can't actually buy their energy drinks. I, I, We almost lost our goddamn minds at work the other day because we found uh, you can order cases of it on um, through Walmart, actually. But it's absolutely <laughs> incredible because for the longest time, um, there's even an article on Jalopnik about it. You could not buy this energy drink, you know, to sponsor a Formula One team. You got to have millions in the bank. Um, I think when they first investigated Rich Energy, Rich Energy had a couple hundred dollars in the bank. Um, So it's not like they had money in the first place. So everybody's kind of questioning, you know, where is this Formula One team? How are they getting the sponsorship? Uh, What's going on with this? And then all the people from the UK hopping on the Reddit thread stated the same thing. It's a UK-based company, and they actually could not buy it anywhere. It's apparently stocked (laughs) in like four stores across the country. And you couldn't actually buy it at any of those locations. Actually, even uh, if you guys are in front of your computers right now, hop online, see if you can actually order their merchandise. You actually can't. You can't even order uh, <laughs> merchandise and have it shipped to you. That's how sketchy of a company this is. So um, we're, we're going to fast forward right now um, a little bit. That That's a little bit of background on them. Um, so their CEO is William Story or former CEO at this point. Uh, basically, Story said, you know, it doesn't really paint the whole picture. It's not that we actually only have, you know, uh, a couple hundred dollars in the bank. We actually have millions. We have big sponsors waiting in the background. I'm just the public face. You're just not seeing what's going on. But it's goofy. You got to do some real digging. The man made his money from like Zimbabwean tobacco farms. I highly oh, encourage. Perspective, I, I genuinely. Yeah. Yeah, I highly encourage checking this out. This has been my favorite thing. It's it's a running meme between uh, me and my friends that watch out here.
0: <laughs> um, uh, so I'm on, I'm on the Rich Energy Rich Energy site right now and it says I can buy a case for $40 but it's out of stock.
4: Exactly. Oh shit, that's where they get. Yeah. Are
1: so, you um... thinking what I'm thinking here? Like, we should get them to sponsor the podcast. That's oh, for what I'm sure. Thinking. Absolutely. This is Hey, if they can sponsor like an F1 team,
0: they can shell out a couple Yeah, they can shell out a
1: couple, they can shell out, like, $50 an episode, I feel. Rich Energy, come uh-huh. through. We'll talk nothing but nice also, about your that's, non-existent product. That's literally
0: products. the only thing in the shop, and it's out of stock, so I feel like that tells you a little <laughs> bit
1: about the
3: company. <laughs> what? What? Here's the thing oh, now, boys. Man. Here's the thing. Rich Energy doesn't actually exist anymore. They actually just changed their name to Lightning Bolt. Oh, well, um, I'll
1: keep that in mind.
3: So it, it, it actually gets even better. So um, during, uh, I believe it was the Canadian Grand Prix, and uh, one of you, please feel free to fact check me. Um, Rich Energy was actually sued by a company called White Bikes over the use of the Stag's head logo. Uh, White Bikes <laughs> actually uses the exact same Stag head. There's some minor differences. I think there's an extra antler on Rich Energy's. Um, but anyways, they sued Rich Energy and said, please stop using this. This is trademarked. This is copyright." Now it gets better. Rich Energy comes back and says, nobody's ever heard of white bikes. We're not going to do that. White Bikes tweets out a photo of Romain Grosjean on a white bike. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's awesome. So that's
3: absolutely amazing. Um, I think it was something like 35,000 pounds or dollars. I can't remember which uh, was the damages that they're supposed to pay out. They were supposed to take down their logo. Um, Hostel ran with um, their colors on the car. And um, it, it just keeps getting better and better from there um after that debacle uh basically that's when you see a uh, rich energy's twitter which has to be run by story i mean i can't confirm if it is or is oh absolutely but I, I, I it follow, yeah it's it's in such, it's always the jumps to defend him and i'm sitting there going it's gotta be run by him um but absolutely incredible so um they haven't paid white bikes um, they said basically um, they're dropping Haas. Haas is now suing them for $35 million, saying this oh. is a breach of contract. Classic. Uh, yep, yeah, and they're basically coming back. And the kicker is from White Bikes, uh, from this lawsuit, the judge actually said um, in their decision that they thought Story had manufactured a bunch of documents, didn't think he was credible at all, um, and then from there made his summary judgment. Yeah. Yeah. S- so uh, th- this whole thing, this makes my day, every day at work, uh, absolutely a ton of fun to do some research in the middle of soul-crushing phone calls, um, <laughs> but a- a- absolutely great. So that- that's what's going on with uh, Haas and uh, the company formerly known as Rich Energy, now Lightning Volt. Uh, absolutely. That's a my absolute saga. favorite this year. And, so does that uh,
0: mean their paint scheme is going to change
3: now, or you know, I haven't seen anything about that. But honestly, I actually really fuck with the black and gold. I yeah, it's a, it's a very fuck. nice. Oh yeah, that, that's what <laughs> no, I'm saying. I thought it's better they, than years
1: past.
3: I, I'm genuinely disappointed that they no longer have Rich Energy as a sponsor because I just thought the American team being Rich Energy that that made my day every day. Yeah, um, right. You know, it, it's easy to root for. Um, you know, yeah, but um. So that, now, that's you, my favorite saga.
0: Do you know how much their sponsorship deal was worth at the beginning of the season? Like what is it cuz that's a mid-tier team in F1 and that's their primary sponsor. So how much do you think or know that goes for?
3: So I know it was over 3 years um was their okay. deal. Now um like I said I if I read um the lawsuit right, I believe they're suing for 35 million. I don't know if that's the actual amount they agreed to sponsor or not. Uh, I'd have to do some research on that. But I know that's what they're being sued for right now.
0: Okay, because I know in NASCAR, Ally Financial, Jimmy Johnson's sponsor, now pays somewhere in the low eight figures. So I feel like that's... Oh, casual. Pretty much equivalent to what Rich Energy's paying, except for Ally Financial is a great business, and it sounds like Rich Energy is...
1: Yeah, opposite. Ally Financial is a real business you can actually <laughs> buy products from, and yeah...
3: Uh, yeah. Oh, by the way, um, I, I completely forgot this update. Um, I was looking right now at my computer to see um, if I can figure out how much they're suing him for. But um, the kicker is now Red Bull is suing Rich Energy for oh, copyright yeah. infringement, if I'm looking at that right. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw their. Just getting I, I can cool.
0: see why, where that comes from because I'm on their website right now and their trademark is Forget the Wings. Rich energy gives you horns, so I feel like that's definitely a playoff <laughs> of Red Bull. Oh, perfect. Is it really?
3: I haven't even seen that. Yeah, that's yeah, incredible. it's the first thing
0: I saw on the website, so that makes a lot of sense to why they're getting sued.
3: Absolutely yeah. amazing. So, um, what what a sport. What a sport. Yeah. That's, that's honestly now, hilarious. Thank you for sharing that up. As
0: a, what I assume a diehard F1 fan, What what is your take on that... Okay, the statement, the on-track... Activity is less exciting than what happens during the off weeks.
3: I disagree. I think that I think what's been happening um the last at least two races, I think it's been a lot of excitement. Um I will say
0: there yeah, there has been a giant shot in the arm the last couple weeks, even though
1: Verstappen versus Leclerc was some of the most unreal racing. The fact that they didn't wreck and then Vettel forgot how brakes worked. I mean, that's just unbelievable.
3: Well, sometimes your brakes just don't work for Tolo you know you're yeah, like driving along pretty you know. <laughs> quickly and you just got to slam into the guy in front of you to stop it's, it's that part you of know racing. i i i too have played grand theft auto online <laughs> <laughs> um but no no but uh to get back to it um i honestly find a lot of more the technical aspects to be a little bit more boring um so a lot of the news doesn't necessarily excite me i'm always i'm always a fan of all the rumor mills of you know what driver is going to replace who um I've seen a couple rumors that Grosjean's about to be replaced by uh, Esteban Ocon. Don't know if that's true or not. I uh, mm-hmm. oh, I don't know. That's, you know.
1: that's interesting. I don't know. Well, I
3: have seen. To- well, I have seen things saying Total Wolf is willing to completely sever ties with him if that's what it takes to get him in the seat of in the car for uh, the next F one season. Interesting. I yeah, so heard a I lot
1: think- of Albon talk, um, especially with Pierre Gasly. But he finally he finally outfinished Verstappen. So I mean, all yeah. it took was getting spun out.
0: <laughs> I heard. I heard that. Like all the contracts for the the drivers are kind of through twenty twenty, just because with twenty twenty one the regulations are gonna, they don't really know where it's at right now. So all the drivers are like, ah, I don't want to commit to anything if it's gonna well, be bad for the. Team.
3: The only uh, the only team that's officially locked in uh, its drivers for next year, as far as I'm aware, is McLaren. Um, I know Botas... Yeah. I've seen something saying at the start of the season they were looking at replacing Botas, but um, you know, I think he's delivered pretty well. Um, so I don't I think agree. that's really yeah. going to be the case anymore. Um, I've seen some rumors around Renault. Uh, I know there was supposed to be uh, some kind of handshake deal, essentially, to get Ocon into a seat uh, before Ricardo moved over. Um, so I think there's definitely some options. Um, you know, I don't know how much longer Kubitz is going to want to stay with Williams. Uh, you know, that might be a last-ditch effort. Uh, but it's not like he's exactly producing. He's, uh, he's lost to George Russell, I think, every single race. And I know they're, you know, only doing their own private little race. But uh, yeah. you know, still, you're losing <laughs> yeah. You lose in every single one. Uh, now, is
0: uh, there a chance William could just straight-up seize operations, or is that not an option?
3: I know they're one of the big five in F1 uh, in terms of how long they've been around story, and mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to go away. Because, um, like, uh, in,
0: right now in NASCAR, we, we see Roush, who was a dominant team in basically all of the 2000s and even... 90s. 90s yeah, and early 2010s, like, they... They've gone from five car a five-car team, which every car made the playoffs, so half the playoff field at that time, to now struggling to just get one car in the playoffs. And we say that, you know, that's a severe downgrade. But then we look at Williams, and, like, they can't even compete with a single other team.
3: Well, my only thought is, who goes in to replace them? Are you talking like they're going to administration they get completely bought out? Or, like, what, what – I mean, I don't really see some other team co- – excuse me, uh, some other team kind of hopping in right now and taking over for them. Oh, yeah, so I have no clue. Yeah. That's
1: another thing, too, because, like, the, the body is, um, like, they're not going to be changing the body style for another three
3: years, right? Um, No, I think they actually just released designs for the 2021 season.
1: Well, yeah, that's exactly the thing. So they, I wouldn't see him ceasing up in 2020, but 2021, there could be a potential for a new team either to buy out Williams or Williams to just completely close up and someone else just shows up. I, I mean, there's that possibility with a new car. I mean, I know with uh, NASCAR, with the new car coming up, we're hoping to see some new teams pop up. So,
3: Well, I think uh, I think part of the new regulations for 2021 are supposed to be a more even distribution of prize money, um, et cetera. Okay. So I, Communism. I think they, yeah, so I think they. I think they're trying to. I think it's just at such a crossroads at this stage where you know it's it's harder for the teams that don't have that kind of budget. Like they can't compete. Yeah. they're not going to have that level of success. It's just wildly different when you've got like a huge car manufacturer like Mercedes, and then you've got you know a team like Williams. It, it's just it's an ocean between them. Mm-hmm. Um, but my big thought is I just don't know who would come in. I know Porsche is making uh, their debut in uh, Formula E. I'm not super up to date on that, but I know they're coming out twenty twenty twenty. I haven't really been watching much Formula E. So I don't watch much, but I know Porsche is launching a team. I saw some rumors mm-hmm. that, uh, Hulkenberg might be looking at dropping from Renault and going to Porsche for Formula E. I don't know how true that is. Uh, it's just something I've done a little bit of reading. Like I said, I'm not super into Formula E, just, uh, something I read mm-hmm. recently.
1: Um, all right, Cool. All right, moving along. Um, actually, I wanted to talk about some of the other teams. So uh, McLaren's made a huge comeback in the last few weeks. I mean, I've been following Lando Norris. I've been very impressed. Unfortunately, you know, his, his suspension blew up at uh, Canada. But other than that, he's been having some really impressive runs. I mean, what do you
3: think about the McLaren team? I definitely think it's a big bounce back over last year. I think they're – what place are they in right now?
1: I mean, they have as many points as they Probably four had this, if I have like, to guess. Yeah, right now. Yeah, they have more points um, this year than I feel like they've had the last two years almost combined. Yeah.
3: Uh I'm actually looking right now. Let's see here. Uh but I know but I, Alonso definitely... was just
1: struggling with that team for the longest time.
3: Alonso's had some struggles recently in general though. Um he did not yeah, out any 500. 500, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. And that um, would have brought McLaren to um IndyCar too, which would have been nice, but um
3: So McLaren is currently in 4th. Yeah. 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 Nice. Uh, they're doing better than Renault there. Nice. Yeah, uh, no, I'm, I'm looking at the championship standings right now. Uh, Signs is ahead of Norris. But by the way, just uh, off topic, Lando Norris, absolutely wonderful Twitter account. Highly recommend to oh, really? follow. Yeah, actually, a, a lot of the drivers have some fun ones. He, him in particular, though, um, he, he's just a lot of fun. He's a goofy guy. Uh, All right, I'll but check no, that one um, out. He's, what, they're...
0: 19? Uh,
3: 19? I don't know about that. Um, yeah, these drivers are very 21? young right now. Because like, I know, off, I know. I didn't realize how so young was.
0: I just turned twenty a couple of months ago and I'm young for my grade, but then I see that there's a kid in F one also shout Holy out to NBC shit. right now for having the Harrison or the uh, the Kim Burton cam again. Yeah, you, you,
3: were, you, you <laughs> were dead on the mo- you were dead on the money. I just double checked. For some reason I thought Norris was like uh twenty one ish. No he's nineteen. Leclerc might be is Leclare 21. Leclerc is another young guy, 22, yeah.
1: Twenty two, I think. What are we Jesus, doing racing is unreal Jeez, right now. Oh my goodness, sorry, Pont. Like, we're watching the, the Xfinity race, and for some reason, these guys are deciding to do really well today. <laughs> this has been crazy. Um. Yeah, there's a lot of young talent moving up, and I'm sure, like, you know, Vettel's gotta be a little worried if he doesn't get any wins. I mean, Kimi Raikkonen's a fucking, like, ancient statue at this rate, and still getting top 10, so I mean... Still getting points, uh, paying positions.
3: You gotta, you gotta love Kimmy though. You gotta, oh, I love, love
1: Kimmy. What are we talking about? He's great. And Giovinazzi is not even showing up. It feels like Kimmy's getting uh, points almost every week. I mean, he was
3: looking pretty decent in Austria. Well, Kimmy right now is uh, eighth, uh, eighth in the standings overall. It's awesome. Um, Who's seventh? Giovinazzi seven? is, is uh, 18. Yeah, um, yeah. No, seven is signs. Okay. Um,
1: and then Gasly sixth.
3: You know, yeah. In fairness to Gasly, he's really not doing too, too bad overall. Um, you know, I mean, he's the second Red Bull six. car. I guess we shouldn't be expecting that much.
0: I mean, like, he's doing the bare minimum. Like, obviously, if you're not top six in one of those big three teams in points, that's a big
1: sign. Oh, Brand's going to get turned.
3: Well, I'm more, I'm more just thinking, you know, out of the out of the top six drivers on the top three teams, you know, he's yeah. obviously the worst out of them. You know, it's, I wasn't expecting a whole lot more. And he's, still, I didn't realize he's still in sixth. Um, it's not bad. He's doing okay. Uh, and, like, you know, if it weren't for the fact that uh, Verstappen crashed out in the last race or got crashed into, I should say, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, he still probably would have put up a respectable fifth, sixth. You know, that's not terrible for a kid who uh, just moved to uh, one of the big three.
1: For the sure. Three. <laughs> oh, classic. <laughs> um. All right. So let's round this out real quick. You got any bold predictions for the rest of the season?
3: <sighs> bold predictions. Um,. I do think Leclerc will finally win a race this year. That's not uh, a bold
1: prediction. We've been think, saying you know that what? since think, he like blew his don't engine.
3: Ca- don't care. I think that is a fairly bold prediction, uh, considering how the races have gone this year. Do you have uh, a track
1: in mind? Monza's got to be the one that For- Ferrari's really circling Mata. right now. Like everyone's circling that one. I feel like maybe like Circuit of the Americas. Like you know, he could maybe pull a surprise away from Hamilton, who seems to always dominate there.
3: I think I might be going to that. Um, wait, is that uh, – that, that's, that's Austin. In, that's Austin. Yeah, that's mm-hmm.
1: Austin, Texas. Oh, yeah. have, you been to a, nice. have you been to
3: an F1 race before? I actually have not. Uh, looking at getting some tickets out to Austin, and then I was contemplating trying to get a ticket out to um, Australia to start the season next
1: year. Oh, wow. Flights are not cheap there. Just uh, <laughs> letting you know. Oh, um, really, Bertolo? Halfway around the <laughs> world. Not <a> cheap. Ooh, <laughs> I'm just letting you know. Uh, what was I going to say? Um, I feel like if I had to pick one you F1 track –
0: to go to, yeah, it'd either be Canada or Monza, just because I feel like Monaco, Monza with the crowd environment about, or Austria with the The Verstappen Orange Army type of. Thing. Oh yeah,
1: I'd love to be with the Orange Army in Austria. Yeah. I would. I mean, Monaco is not a great race, but it's definitely like you know, uh, like it's historic as hell, and I'd love to go there in general. Yeah. Um, was I gonna say France is? I think France is actually kind of a cool looking track. I mean, nothing happens there, but it's it's a cool looking track. <laughs> I, I wish like they I would actually to, do to Le Mans. To to I that wonder why they don't... Yeah, I wonder why they don't race Le Mans in the Formula One cars, like the short circuit that um exists on that track. Like, I feel like they could... like, Maybe it's because there's no DRS zone, maybe. Hmm.
4: That's, a,
0: that's
1: There's no DRS
0: point. zone in Monaco, and they still run there. Uh,
1: oh, there's a. I I mean, no, there is a DRS zone in Monaco, but it's so short, it doesn't matter. Is it matter. through
0: the tunnel, or is it like going in no, the tunnel? No, they
1: can't do it through the tunnel for some reason.
0: I don't know why. I don't know why I thought there was a track in a fun without a Zero The Xander oh so for next year, the two tracks that are getting added are uh Zandivort and the was it the
3: Vietnam
1: City circuit. I did not know they were adding two tracks to the the schedule. Saw, when did this um, get announced?
3: Vien- yeah, Vietnam. Uh Vietnam Holy shit. track. Yeah. I-, I wasn't actually aware that they had officially added it. I saw um I know Melbourne so later, got Miami. renewed and uh Silverstone yeah. got renewed. Um so I don't know if it's confirmed because even I'm doing some research right now. I didn't know about it, but um, yeah, see something about Vietnam. um
0: Yeah, I think hmm. the two that are getting kicked out are Spain, which honestly, that's fine. no, no, oh. Spain's such a bad track, and I love really- that track, and Mexico. So it's kind of like screw the Latin America.
1: Yeah, what the hell is, is okay. that? even? Though, like, it would be
0: yeah,
3: Brazil gets and-
1: kept around, but whatever. that's Portuguese, basically.
3: So yeah, uh, 2021 would Which be the, first, first. Uh, the start of any new tracks they're adding, and nothing is confirmed as of yet. But they are looking at dropping two and adding two. For,
0: wait, for is... 2020 or 2021? 2021. Um, everything okay. I've said,
3: nothing will happen until after. Like the article I'm looking at right now says so it's not going to happen until after. I before. could. Okay.
0: I, I could have sworn Xanderboard was getting asked.
1: Where is Xanderbort? You're like this. Sounds uh, like a Halo map. Oh okay. Uh, Dutch Zandibor. GP. I'm looking at yeah. that. Oh, perfect for for stopping.
0: Yes. Um yes. <laughs> Yeah, Formula One 2020 Dutch Grand Prix tickets, so.
1: Okay. Oh, wow. And you okay, said uh, is that Vietnam oh, was yeah. a
3: straight circuit? Yeah, it's like,
0: it, it kind of reminds me of a Baku in a way, where there's just really long slip-streaming straights and like a couple of tight turns here and there, which is, I guess, going to be one of the better races.
1: Oh, shit, John Hunter, Niemicek in the vault. Yuck. All right. Um... But I like right. how I
0: like I do one thing I admire about F one is that they're not afraid to move things around. Like I guess Barcelona is known for being a pretty popular circuit just because it has a lot of history. Maybe not so much Mexico City, but they're they're going to they're market racing basically. And I've heard they oh, want to sure. go to or Liberty Media wants to go to Africa, back to Africa.
1: That would be awesome, race. actually. Yeah. I'd like to see something over. they'd there. be
0: racing at six six out of the seven continents, and who knows they that had... Antarctic <laughs> Grand Prix might come sooner or
1: later.
3: <laughs> well, you got they all the had... penguins in the stands I mean they're huge fans yeah. over there. <laughs> walruses and killer
1: whales too. Don't forget those guys
3: oh uh, how could you forget?
1: yeah, um, I was gonna say they used to have a Grand Prix at um at, in South Africa years mm-hmm. ago. I feel yeah. like so you know i wouldn't i would I would like to see a race come back there, either that maybe uh you know Egypt or. Just somewhere nice. <laughs> it's, it's all about market racing. Why do you think New yeah. Hampshire
0: got replaced for Vegas? Uh, because New Hampshire is a terrible track. That too, but at least you can hype <laughs> up Vegas with, you know, playoff opener and
1: whatnot. And gambling and legal gambling. Exactly, yeah. Yes, perfect. <laughs> all right. Um, any other questions we got left for you, Paul? You got any questions for us?
3: Um, ninety percent of the last like forty-five seconds of things you just said, I have no clue of. So you know, uh, I'm gonna call you later and ask you to explain NASCAR to me.
1: You should really
3: uh, 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 watch some of the race. Oh, I was
1: gonna actually ask you when is Circuit of the Americas? I feel like that is the same weekend as it's, I want to say
3: it's November.
0: 11th. No, it's the same weekend. It, it, I'm so mad about this because uh, F1 is the one who made who came out with their schedule after NASCAR, but the race at Circuit Americas is, is the same day as the Texas Motor Speedway playoff race, so that's two oh. major races happening in the state of Texas. And I feel that's like that's kind of weird. That's not a good. I feel like that'll hurt ticket sales at both.
1: Well, depending on my work schedule, I actually might be down to go to a Formula One race. I went to an IndyCar <laughs> race earlier this year, and uh, Pawn, I'm telling you, you might really like IndyCar. Like you right, might uh, really enjoy that. Martolo,
3: uh November first to the third. So I was close with the date. Yeah. Um but uh if you're not if you're not coming I'm looking at getting some tickets and trying to go down there for it. So uh let me know if you want to go. Dude, we'll I'll do, fly uh...
1: over. I used to have friends in Austin but not not anymore. They decided to move to Australia. <laughs> um like, all right. <laughs> God damn. All right. Well, uh thank you for joining us today, Pont. We appreciate you and uh you know, hopefully we'll get you back if anything uh I'm I'm looking for my
3: uh yeah, by all means, I'm looking for. We'll that, definitely uh, guest do something this podcast. Where's it at?
1: <laughs> we'll definitely. I'll I'll mail that over to you as soon as I can get it printed. Um, but <laughs> uh, you know, if we do end up doing Texas, I'll I'll definitely do something live with you.
3: All right, Maybe by all, all means, live man, Sounds like bullshit. fun.
1: All right, man. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it.
3: I right, talk to y'all
1: later. See ya. Hi, so currently while um editing, I moved everything over and I don't really feel like moving everything again. So for the next two seconds, you get to hear to me. It's me and this is a lazy edit. OK, have a good day. Bye.
0: Thanks, Jordan, for coming on. Appreciate that. That was a great interview.
1: Thank you so much, uh, Jordan. And he didn't talk about drivers dying this week, so that's always a positive with him. <laughs> um it's always good to have him it's a little confusing though because he lives in colorado and he likes to think that his time is the most important time when it's clearly the east coast because we're the first coast i don't don't,
0: don't trust mountain time people
1: no i can't either they're always in the mountains high on their weeds just which i will say they do get the benefit
0: (laughs) of the doubt over the next couple of months to get those 1 p.m. start times for the NASCAR races, so mm-hmm. shout no, out to good, them, I guess. Good for
1: them. They actually don't have to wait all day for the race to start. God bless. Yeah. See, I'm okay um, with
0: waiting, because it's like I can do stuff in the morning, but like a lot of the, uh, the old school fans are like, oh my god, 1 1 p.m. start time. It's like, well, I'll just go to Colorado, and you'll be good. Are uh, you ready to talk some Pocono? I am going to be actually a little sad about Pocono, because I was at this race last year.
1: Yes, that's right. So, yes. uh, no, no, uh, Pocono for you this year, unfortunately. Uh, but yes, you know, I, I would love to talk about it. <laughs> so, I'm gonna just kind of throw this out there. This race is another one that kind of sucks. So, you know, and after the so first one, it was another a, new winner this season. Yeah, on congratulations receipt. to another new winner. And it, you know, I think that now that we become self-aware of it, I think that we've completely played it out
0: at this rate. Yeah. yeah. I mean, who who else could win that hasn't won yet? Blaney. He's won at Pocono. Larson won. Let's be honest. There. After
1: seeing Kyle Busch last time they went here, are we really going to pick anyone other than Kyle Busch? Boyer ran good. Harvick ran well too. This could All be right. a race where Stuart Haas just kind of like the. I think like like I said with uh, Kevin Harvick winning this week, the floodgates might open for Stuart Haas. So hey, Suarez second there last year. Mm, that not in a Stuart Haas car, so I don't know. I'm just saying, man. <laughs> I'm looking at the uh, the driver entry. Uh, right now, we got 38 cars coming through. Quinn Houth in the 77. The Rick Ware cars have not been announced. Reed Sorensen in the 17. And Ross Chastain back into the 15. Um, nothing really that I notice out of the ordinary.
0: I will say the races where all three Rick Ware racing cars have showed up have been phenomenal. I want to say they mm-hmm. showed up All-Star Weekend, Coke 600 mm-hmm. Weekend, and then chicago i want to say maybe one other race but all three of those races were... weren't were they
1: at daytona um yes they were at daytona were they? Which was well, that, was, a great, that was a great race the... too so actually both daytonas i think because i feel like there was a 53 that was driving around at the 500 there
0: was not
1: the 400 there i felt like there were there, been, the, yeah. there was a 53 yeah yeah um oh shit Kevin Harvick's running the Bush Beer Gen X car. Yeah, I can't wait to see that. Is that the? That's not the millennial car, right? No, it's not...
0: I, I'm just I'm super excited for the Bush Boomer car. Whenever that comes out, if they're oh it.
1: baby, I can't wait. It's probably <laughs> just gonna. It's probably just gonna be an old man yelling at a cloud on the yep. <laughs> on the front of it. Um. God bless. Uh, I'm just looking at the sponsors right now. Uh, nothing really out of the ordinary. Uh, Ryan Blaney's got the Money Lion car, which is a nice looking, nice looking vehicle. I
0: will say I, I did see something about Money this week. They're looking to sponsor the double... podcast finally <laughs> they're they're doubling down on their sponsorship. They're gonna sponsor oh in yeah. Duff- yeah next year which it I heard a rumor a while ago that Kozlowski was going to be short a couple races with sponsorship for twenty and twenty so not anymore. If I had a guess, yeah, Money Lion will just slide in there or maybe move over some of the sponsors from Blaney's car to uh. The, the two and then give plenty money line something like that
1: i really want alex bowman to just it it if there ever is a time where bowman's like you know what i really like the black um exalta car i want it to say on racing reference and j ski black exalta like there's exalta <laughs> and then there's black exalta. and so like read... you just know that bowman's about to go nuts when he's driving the the johnson uh, uh what yeah. is it Oh, actually, I wanted to just real quick. I wanted to say that must be really disheartening for Jimmy Johnson to basically like his primary car gets fucked and Bowman in his backup is doing fine.
0: Yeah, that must be very disheartening. (laughs) That does suck. I I will say something on the race thread where NBC changed the number on Bowman's like box for when Uh uh, on the scoring thing from whatever (laughs) dark blue to black. So I don't know if that's true or not or someone's making that up. But if they actually did that, that's. Such incredible attention to detail.
1: I didn't. I don't feel like that's uh that's real, but we'll see. It's the um, type of
0: thing I could see NBC doing because they care.
1: The main and tail car is that the one that I just saw on Reddit for yes. the zero zero. Oh man, that's gonna look great mm-hmm. on track. It'll look great. Shout out, London Castle. Who knows? another fog ones nice. in the forecast. Oh man, I, I I mean, as as funny as that was, I really hope that doesn't happen again. Um, yeah, me neither. No, so, I,
0: the weather actually does look really
1: good for Pocono this weekend, which is nice. Oh, nice. Yeah, usually it kind of stinks, so that's good. Yeah. Uh, race will be um. This has always been my birthday weekend race. So my birthday is uh, next week Monday. Uh, not to brag, but um. The twenty. So, <laughs> the twentieth. Yeah. Um. So Pocono has always pretty much been my birthday race. Uh, I think a couple of years I had indie uh on it, but for the most part, usually it's Pocono and usually it's not something that I kind of go out of my way for uh, just depending on what I'm doing. Watched it a little bit last year, really wasn't paying too much attention, but um yeah, I mean, as far as Pocono goes, it's Pocono. So you want to make some picks?
0: I would love to. Well, since you won again this week with your dark horse, I'll let you start us off again.
1: God bless, man. All right, cool. So, my dark horse this week. Uh, I'm not going to pick Matty D. You know, he had a great run and I'd love to see a top 15 out of him, but you know what? We kind of we kind of touched on it a little earlier in, in the show and you know, he's been very impressive and he's got a a run as you said of nine straight top 20, so I'm going to take Chris Busher as my uh, dark horse this week. <sighs> former former in. winner at uh That is true. Yeah. So, you know.
0: Hey, uh, Busher and Blaney have more wins at Pocono than Kevin Harvick. Heyo, just saying.
1: That's thanks. Uh, all right, my dark horse. This pen stinks right now that I'm using. Oh my god!
0: You know, I think this is a very type of track. Sorry for the bad wording, but this is the type of track where RCR I feel like can excel just because you have to trim out the cars so much. So yeah. Don't be surprised if Austin Dillon is competing for a top
1: ten. And Austin Dillon's promoted himself all the way to dark horse. Here we go. i it's twenty something points, so I'd count on. I mean, dark horse. he tried to he tried to get into a fifth lane to let Kevin Harvick get by during the race, instead of yeah. keeping it on the inside. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with that boy, but he he definitely needs a good finish this week. Yeah. All right, what you got for Yoshua?
0: My sleeper. I'm. I know I said I won it in the last couple of weeks, but i, I it's just its like clockwork now. Eric Jones, come on. Finished, <laughs> I, mean, I want to say third there last year in this race has been running. I don't know if lately. he's a sleeper
1: anymore, man. He keeps finishing in third, man. He nah, might just man. finish in second this week.
0: If you haven't won yet you're and you're not Kevin Harvick, you're a sleeper. <laughs>
1: Well, I'll tell you what, one person who definitely needs to find some speed, and now that uh, Stuart Haas has gotten gotten things going, he definitely is, is right there and needs a good finish. A win would be preferable, but I mean, I would love to see Clint Boyer in victory lane. Anytime Clint can get the job done, you know it's going to be a party. That's your so, sleeper. That's my sleeper. Because uh, I'm going to keep it really simple for my uh, favorite. I mean, no one was getting by him last time we came here. No one. No, like Kevin Harvick was the only other person that led laps. It felt like and got like a penalty or something. So I mean, if Kyle Busch doesn't win this race, I'd be very, very shocked. Maybe that means that people have figured out the package, but it probably means that Kyle Busch overdrove a corner again and got into the wall. So uh, that's the only way I can see him not winning this weekend. I know it's a, I know it's a lame pick, but I mean, come on. Like, yeah, are you, you going to say... pick or B? <sighs> I,
0: mean, I would love to part. pick Blaney, but it just, I know, like it's I know. The track is going to be different this time around just because they put PJ1 um, on the outside. Of oh, fuck. Can I redo pre-turn. all my picks then? <laughs> 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 I didn't I, know that they were doing the PJ1 I this mean, week. That's actually kind the of The PJ1, cool. they, they really had done a good job with PJ1 this year. So no, it's really, been great. I mean,
1: yeah, it's a gimmick, but it works.
0: <laughs> a little bit. I don't know how much at Pocono, but I think at the end of the day, if his engine can last this time, it's going to be Truex. Yeah, that's a good pick. Yeah. Because he, I want to say, was competing for...
1: No, he win. had a good car, but... I, no, he wasn't competing for the win, but he had a good car last time.
0: Yeah. So, um, and I feel like
1: that team... Are they doing... Oh, sorry. Keep going.
0: I don't think they've taken a step back, per se. Like, obviously, they're still... They're tied for most wins yeah, they're, and whatnot. But I feel like they haven't had that... Car. Straight Ross speed. They've shown flashes of it um, since yeah. he took over. I mean, they were so, almost on stage one uh, this past weekend. with I just feel mm-hmm. like this is their weekend to get back on track.
1: So, actually, the 19 team has been struggling. As, okay, not struggling. When you look at tricks' he has four wins this season, if I recall correctly, yes. right? I believe he only has one on a mile and a half, which was Charlotte. And then the others have come on non-mile and a half. Dover, uh, Richmond, and so, no. Oh, yeah, he did win Sonoma. Thank you. Yeah. Um, So I feel like these unique races do benefit Truex compared to his mile and a half package. I mean, yeah, he does show speeds at mile and a half, but um, I mean, that's a good pick. I would not be, I mean, either way, we have two, we, we've picked three of the four Gibbs cars this week. So I think we know, I think we know <laughs> yeah, what we're one doing one here. <laughs> God damn it again. Uh, I feel stupid like I do want to say though I feel like Kevin Harvick this could be like the start of a Tony Stewart like summer run I agree um you know I mean he finally got the win it felt like looking at him it like looking at how happy he was how genuinely relieved he looked uh that was more of like he needed that for a confidence boost to be like yeah I still got it these young kids got shit on me like <laughs> you know uh he definitely needed that no, win. I
0: agree and I feel like, yeah, like you said, the floodgates once they open.
1: I mean, they they've been running good all season. It's not like
0: they just were running tenth to fifteenth and snuck a win out of nowhere. Like they yeah. they have been competing, maybe not four wins, but at least top five every week. And now since they have that win, they can try new stuff too. And especially at Pocono, mm-hmm. sure. for strategy is a big factor and everything. Oh, for I sure. How the cautions play out. So mm-hmm. would not be surprised.
1: I'd be very excited for it if I was, uh, if I was Stuart Haas right now, this could be a great opportunity for them to start getting their cars locked into the chase. Um, which, so all three corners have PJ one. I believe so. Ooh, that's going to be very interesting in turn three, because that is probably where we're going to see the most side-by-side racing, which we normally would not see at Pocono out of three. Mm -hmm. So, uh, You know, I don't feel like they're going to be doing side by side in the tunnel turn. That's just never been a a good corner to do that. Um, And then turn one's turn one. It's 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 a wild card, man. That's you could throw it up high, you could throw it into there, you could just go lose your brakes and go straight into the wall. You just never know. Uh, So I'm I'm intrigued. So you know, hopefully this race doesn't suck. But uh, as history has shown, I feel like the last time I had a really good time. Well, I mean, Ryan Blaney in 2017, I was going to say the junior win felt really fun, but made us because junior won.
0: Yeah. I mean, hey, I had a good time last year at the race. So, <laughs>
1: yeah, as long as you had fun, that's all that matters, Kevin. So, thank you. Yeah. Congratulations <laughs> to you. So, rounding out the field, we actually have some new uh, 38, and 36, switching crew chiefs. Um, Obviously, doesn't really matter for a team like Front Row, but I mean, any news is news, and that is news. So, thoughts?
0: Uh, I don't think it'll hurt. <laughs> no, I don't,
1: the Max, 38 if, car,
0: I, like, not to expect them to be no, he, running great this season, but they've definitely underperformed for their standards. Like,
1: but the 34 know. has done well, besides Michael McDowell kind of being a dickhead, but, you know, I mean... Yeah, no,
0: the, like, I feel like the 34 has...
1: 34 um, has been running great at times. To
0: the, yeah, to the number one car in that program, it's always been the 38, so mm-hmm yeah i mean Super. that's not Super. really Super. saying
1: david reagan's not a good driver david reagan has two wins in his career that's not a fluke by any means like well okay it depends how you Play look wins, at a yeah, fluke he's, he's been a good driver yeah. yeah david reagan has been consistent he's jumped around all of those cars it feels like um i mean dude like you never you never know honestly uh you get another uh their last win was that Pocono so Bob Jenkins it is Bob Jenkins I believe right yes yes so that could be that could be big um this week Haley Deegan turned 18 so she can super speedway race now yes. which is Remember. what we're all excited for let's be honest here I mean see if we can see her at the bigger tracks and making some serious moves we could be seeing her moving on up the, the ladder soon so that's what we want
0: yeah I will say that, that- news came out uh sunday morning from mm-hmm. the NASCAR garage Sorry. uh the crew chief on the number 11 call racing, yeah game. nick harrison unfortunately did pass away so
1: yeah sucks. thoughts and prayers
0: <laughs> yeah i mean he he was very close to a lot of the guys in the garage he was former crew 37
1: chief. years old uh, a lot yeah. of people you know very very touched by this i mean he called the race that day and then i woke up on sunday and saw the news it was very yeah. very heartbreaking to see that um he was the crew chief for justin haley i believe correct yes yes so i mean that's just tough i know you know th- you know obviously justin haley reaches the highest of highs and now unfortunately is experiencing the lowest of lows but i mean that that's a tough kid right there and that's a that's a tough team you know they were Definitely they're a family and they showed that at Daytona um, with their celebration. They're, they're a huge family and you know, they're, they'll, they'll definitely be racing for him for the rest of the year. They'll definitely, you know, be wearing that on their sleeves and just be, you know, going the extra mile to try and get stuff done. So our thoughts and prayers with uh, <sighs> Nick Harrison. Yeah.
0: Well, on a more positive note, um the entire wikipedia page about the phobia of lobsters is <laughs> dedicated to denny hamlin
1: oh man dude that's just <laughs> hilarious i i actually don't know anyone else who is afraid of lobsters so right? <laughs> i i he is the most famous person that picture will for will for now still be the header for the ltln podcast uh twitter which you can follow <laughs> at ltln podcast um so yeah, that's fun. Um, speaking of lobsters, that 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 was a big boy they had this weekend, and uh, Keelan lost a bet and had to kiss it. He did. So, I don't know if it was know, a bet. He said he would. He said, well, I mean, you know, he probably wouldn't if Kevin Harper didn't win the race, and Kevin did, so he had to fulfill his promise to kiss it. And yeah. he's he gave a little interview saying, uh, yeah, it didn't taste great. <laughs> so.
0: Oh wow! Uh, just came out a couple minutes ago. NBCSN is going to broadcast live the NASCAR iRacing series for a couple of the races. Ooh,
1: interesting! The iRacing, cool iRacing. Like, say what you want about esports, but iRacing has been very exciting at times. They do have some great finishes, and honestly, the commentators for it they do a great job at what they do. When I was a kid, I used to watch um, uh, NASCAR 2000, NASCAR Racing 2003 uh, series races that were on YouTube, and honestly. When you put the effort in, it's very exciting. And that's awesome to hear NBC's doing it. How many races yeah. did they announce
0: that? Like, literally, it just came out 15 minutes ago. It doesn't have a number, though?
1: Like, to uh, how many races they're going to do? Because I, I am curious about I that. I
0: think I saw four?
1: Is it live, or will it be recorded? Four resource events to be televised on NBCSN. Yep. Live or, te- or replay? Live. Woo! I... That's fun. We get to see lag in person. Here we yeah. go. Yeah, I love I love rubber banding. Yeah. Um,
0: I will say I I have watched a couple of their live races.
1: No, it is very the production fantastic.
0: quality is not bad.
1: Yeah, no, they run on great servers. Like <laughs> yeah. the, the, those are like professionals, pretty much. I mean, we I wouldn't be surprised if these guys get shots uh, in the future. Yeah, like so... even the commentators, I'm like this... <laughs> no, they like I said, do commentators do a great job for it, which is super surprising.
0: Like, I kind of want Fox to be like this. <laughs>
1: Hey man dude we can only we can only have so many miracles in one week right yeah only um oh man what was i gonna I don't really uh see too much going on uh black bear at new hampshire in the Shout campgrounds out. yikes just just trying to get himself a bush beer man what can i say hey bush bush yeah,
0: uh anything else that happened i had
1: something Oh, Denny Hamlin um, is going to be penalized twenty-five points for uh, actions <laughs> detrimental to stock car racing for saying shit. For those on cable. who
0: are still living in two thousand four, this was that was a joke. Um, this is not Talladega.
1: Yeah, no, uh, this is also not the Bill Bill France uh, Jr. Yeah, Brian France is, NASCAR. You know,
0: I, I I did like that. Uh, no, not necessarily like raw emotion, but just like
1: it was funny, feel, man. Shit, he
0: was just like inside. shit. <laughs> yeah. Second, when you're when you're so close to a win, especially like that, because I'm sure he could have he he knows he could have made a move to win that race if he really. Oh yeah, with really over ten thousand
1: races experience, you feel like he could have actually done it. <laughs> um, will mean, never die. <laughs> Matt Badauto has more now has more top five finishes than Eric Almirola, Ricky Stenhouse, William Byron, and Ryan Newman, who are all uh chase like very well besides Stenhouse in the chase. So,
0: this season you mean? Yeah.
1: Okay. Amroll. Under... Obviously not all the time. Amroll <laughs> only has Yeah, has one. one. Or does he have? Wow. Yeah, wow. he's just been getting top 10s, man. Yeah, I mean, Which, hey, I mean, it's got him in the chase, but like you can, yeah.
0: point, you can just doing getting top 10s, you can get your way to the round of 12, I'd say, mm-hmm. but championship now.
1: Uh anything else that I want to talk about? Reddit Reddit's been getting me give me the fritz fritz I don't know I will
0: say next week uh your boy has two finals cause oh good luck semester is almost over so I apologize in advance if I am not able to come on I will try my best but for those if for some reason you don't hear my sweet voice in two weeks thank you for watching. We I will it.
1: probably bring my buddy Chase on. He's been begging me to come on the podcast. So that he, would be a good replacement. Well, I will make him watch NASCAR though. He cannot come on <laughs> unless he watches a yeah. fucking race. He, he's just like, put me on the podcast. I'm like, how many races have you watched this year? It's like, uh, <laughs> <What's NASCAR? laughs> uh what? Yeah. Um oh, I believe it was four years ago today or five years ago today, Bubba Wallace uh pulls off the win at Eldora. So happy first oh, three yeah. to Bubba Wallace. Nice. i need to get off oh lord what did i just do <laughs> i just accidentally closed out of uh my internet browser oh classic anthony
0: i will All say right. eldora is also next week
1: oh shit wait are you calm. wait hold on that's i thought that was in two weeks
0: it's on it's nine days from now it's august 1st oh
1: okay you want to preview that real quick do they have the entry list yet no, can, for the episode next no, week. No, we'll preview that next week, then. Yeah, if you're still here, um, yeah, they oh, it's yeah, the Gan- night. yeah, the Gander RV entry list at Pocono. That is a oh, that's right. Truck oh, race. Well, there's trucks
0: and this week, yeah. We
1: didn't even go over that, <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> there's there's about s- that yeah. Suck at what we do. Um, 60 laps for them on Saturday for the trucks. I'm looking at the uh, oh, starting line so 30. 30- there's 30. I know. So, what are the stages going to be like for that? That's 15, gonna... Fifteen,
0: thirty, or something. Ugh, disgusting, that's, I, dude. That's a short race. I don't know about yeah, that. Yeah,
1: that's not cool. That's, that's not cool I... at all. I don't see anything. Our our boy Norm Benning in the sixth. so that should be fun. And
0: then um, uh, the Xfinity series is back at
1: Iowa, which totally could have been. Oh another. yeah, why did yeah? What in the world? Yeah. We just completely <laughs> glanced over Iowa. Our boy Ryan Repko is back in the. Oh, I think he's in the O one this week.
0: Is he? And then Ryan, Vargas. yeah, Ryan's
1: in the O one, and Ryan is, Vargas is, is has, in the fifteen.
0: Exciting debuts, debut! So that'll
1: be I fun. I don't watch. know if it's a debut. Oh yeah, it is debut. Yeah, yeah. And hopefully who's in the last? Well, it's Smithley and, and then Stephen L- Light. Light? Okay, is in the four. Well, hopefully Alex can come
0: on. Next weekend, or next week for the Steven episode.
1: Parsons is back in the 99 this weekend. Okay, so hopefully he so can tell us all out. his be...
0: second trip to Iowa this year, so I'm jealous about that.
1: Yeah, we're really hoping that um, Alex comes back from his mission from uh, the moon. So when he gets back, we'll talk to him. There's no one in the 17 car. looks like my time to shine. <laughs> Perfect. I don't think I need a super speedway license to get that either. No, nah, you'll be fine.
0: Will Show. Rogers,
1: why do I know that name?
0: Yeah, no, he's making his debut. He was the one He that, was
1: an ARCA driver for a while, right?
0: He, I don't know if he beat Harvick or finished second to Harvick and raced him like really hard and really good back at uh,
1: Sonoma in mm-hmm. 2017 or whatever. He's from Hawaii. No way. Yeah, <laughs> he he won a race in, two, in 2018 in the K&N Series. He has in the West Series. In the East, he has three wins in actually he's only got made five starts and has three wins that's ridiculous sheesh
0: i don't know if and... harvick or if not harvick if hawaii has ever had a uh nascar top three series winner so i, did, I don't I think so he'll, either. So... he'll win this weekend but shout out to all my hawaiians listening to the podcast
1: he is in the 68 jerry brown chevy so that, that i don't i don't think that's happening this week no offense you
0: know, Brandon, i mean that brandon brown's team they run top 15 so
1: oh that's brandon brown's team okay well he might get a top 20 if he can keep it clean but we'll see i mean yeah that that is a talented guy right there i mean five three wins in five races at a at a decent level in the canon east that's not easy to Uh, do not racing related
0: Um, but shout out to avengers endgame for surpassing avatar (laughs) in the box office yeah i really never liked that number one movie of all time so i'm very proud to be part of this community
1: and, we, and with that, we will be having a Marvel nerd episode coming up soon. Uh, my uh, good friend Andrew Krabs has been wondering if he can come back on. And uh, he I just want to give a quick congrats, or shout out and congratulations to him. He just got engaged this weekend. So really happy for him and Sarah. Love you guys. Miss you guys. I really wish I had seen you this weekend. But I will definitely make some time to have you on the podcast so we can talk some nerd stuff. But uh, I mean, we got a lot of racing for the next few weeks, so it's gonna be. Hell difficult. Yeah. I still need to see Spider Man. So. Oh, oh um too. Oh. And I'm where pretty are sure.
0: They? And I'm pretty sure there's Indy too. God that we we were so on.
1: It's fine. I it's, I, big, it's I, a big I, racing weekend. I didn't see anything about F1 um, this weekend. So in Germany, and I want to say Indy Car. Oh, again, is that Ring? Yes. They don't do Nurburgring because it's just too it's too narrow. Yeah. the German GP of July 28th correct uh, and, then Hungary, and then Hungarians okay. after that okay. at the Hungarian race. wow <laughs> cool awesome we'll have fun talking about uh, Lewis Hamilton's complete domination of that race mm-hmm. um, anything else? I think that's about it alright um, well you know, make sure to follow us on Twitter at LTLN Podcast and Instagram the same uh, handle other than that I have an been... And I have been Kevin. Uh, We'll see you guys next week when I am a... Love you guys. Love y'all. Alright. Wait. Craig, you can stop now.